Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. All right, the Stonk Boys are back in town. Welcome, Stonk Boys. We're here to talk stonks. And also uh, deadly gas stoves. You didn't hear about this. He no, did. I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. The news has come out and they're okay. telling people, be careful. Because a lot of kids are developing some kind of asthma issues and they've pinpointed the culprit. Gas stoves. This new phenomenon that just came out about two years ago. Gas stoves. <laughs> I have to be afraid of a gas stove now. <laughs> Is yeah. there a gas stove here in the studio? No, we got rid of it because we don't play games. Okay. We had a gas stove and we were like, you're a killer. You're going to kill children. What about adults? I don't know. The science isn't out yet on them. Uh, just children. It's so fucked up. Poseidon? Yes. Bring up a gas stove article uh, while Matt and uh, Big H over here tell us where we should put our money. Yo, don't, is there don't put a, it in the gas stove and turn it on. I keep telling people, and this is based on what you tell me. I keep telling people, uh, hold on to your money right now. Hold on to your money. Shit's a little crazy. I feel like shit's going to go down. Am I, am I bad for telling them that? That's what I keep telling oh, them. Oh, they're looking to ban gas stoves now? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. If thank God they're not just looking to ban gas, you'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I keep telling people, don't invest in anything right now because this market is a crapshoot. Is that correct? It's a very choppy market. Like, you can ask a lot of people their opinions, and they're going to say, oh, we're in a bear market. Some people say we're in a choppy market. Some people say, oh, we're coming back. Like, we're in a very, like, neutral space right now. What do you say, man? Neutral? I'm bullish. Oh, interesting. I think things are going to go up. I think uh, it's a weird time because inflation is so high. So yeah, you have to look at other parallels, which haven't occurred in a long time, in our lifetime, basically, back 70s, early 80s. When you have high inflation, the market tends to bottom when inflation peaks. So, I mean, we're seeing there's a CPI report today, which is the inflation reading in the States. It came in in expectations, but it shows a declining trend, which is, is good. I think it peaked several months ago. So if that continues, I think we continue to work our way higher. I mean, as bad as everyone feels, yeah. the market has been trying to climb and work its way higher. It's a few months now. So I, I think the worst is behind us personally. Really? And you don't feel that way? Huh? I feel I feel bullish too. Like I am net long right now, although I'm not very high uh, convicted with. I'm not, I don't have a high conviction of that. But I do think the, the path of least, least resistance right now is up because we still have a lot of bearish tendencies out there, a lot of bearish sentiment. And people are positioned that way. So I think we go up. But I think short term, this move might be a little bit long in the tooth. We might correct a bit and then go back up after. But like generally speaking, right now I wouldn't be I wouldn't be short and I wouldn't be too long okay. at this point. So I'm 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 neutral. I mean I've already I was long for like a month plus. I pulled out of everything. And I've took okay. recently or no, uh, right before everything started to tank in October or whatever, because I had spoken to him, yeah. and then he was correct because everything tanked. I was happy to get out. 
Uh, but I haven't gone in since, so I have like my money in my account waiting. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared to buy anything, even though I really wanted Tesla recently because it dropped so much. Yeah. And then I found out they're opening a new factory. I go, they weren't opening a new factory if there's no demand for this. But I got scared. I got scared to buy. My problem with Tesla is it's come down a lot with a trillion dollar company. It's $350 billion. But yeah. if you look at GM, which just uh, regained like the leadership in terms of sales in the United States, its market cap is like $50 billion. So, I mean, if you got to the same market cap, there's a long way to go. But obviously, Tesla's being valued differently and all. But, you know, what I think makes this, this market so different, Harry, maybe you agree. I, I think you'll agree with me. Okay. Is This is like what they call a news-driven market. So, most markets, people aren't waiting around to hear like, what's inflation going to be? Oh, my God. It reminds me of, remember when... Uh, Trump was having the trade wars with China mm-hmm. every single day. You know, you don't know what he was going to say, what the Chinese counterpart was going to say. And the market was like, open up really strong. Or then they, they'd fall really hard. Yeah. And so it's it's hard to position because everyone's waiting on this one data point. And I think that's starting to pass. I think as long as that trend of inflation is pointing lower, once the market accepts that, I think we, we can go nicely higher. And it, but it depends how, what you call the market. Because if you look at the Dow Jones you're like 8% off of all-time highs. If you look at the NASDAQ, you're 30% off of all-time highs. If you look at some NASDAQ tech stocks, you're 80% off of your highs. So it's a, it's a strange market. You have to kind of define, like, like we could be talking, we could be saying market, but really kind of be talking about completely different things. Here was my plan. I'll tell you my plan, full disclosure. I thought there was going to be an incoming dramatic crash where people were going to lose everything. I had already pulled out. So what I was going to do is I was going to wait till everyone loses everything. And then I was going to come in like the Rothschilds, buy everything for pennies on the dollar, wait till it goes back up, and then I would control a good portion of North America. But you're telling me that my plan is going to fail. Like right now, I don't see a big crash. There's no, there's not going to be a big crash when That was my way still, to be a billionaire. Well, maybe not now, but there, you see, it's very tough to say something right now because I have conflicting evidence on both sides. Yes, Matthew says we're bullish. We're getting bad news. Like for the past... Like I said, for the past two months, I was bullish because we kept getting bad news and the market kept going up. It wasn't yeah. reacting to it. So I was net long. And, but now, as this move has matured, we've been going up for a while. We went from, in this, when I say the market, I'm talking about the S&P 500. Okay. I'm talking about the SPY. I, this, tend, I tend to talk NASDAQ. Yeah, so, so like we, have to be more, we have to be yeah. more, more specific here, okay? NASDAQ means like more tech stocks and the S&P 500 is like broad. a little bit of tech. Yeah, broad, you have industrials, transports. So when I say the market, I, I mean the S&P 500. And then we've had a good run, okay? So I've been selling into this. I still, I'm still net long, but I'm starting a little, I shorted a little bit some stocks today, just a little bit, not even worth mentioning. Okay. But I think we're getting a little bit long in the tooth with this up move. Now we could correct, but I, we're not going to crash. A correction is not a crash, okay? And that's why like Matthew would say, we're, we're bullish. Some people will say, I don't know. That's why I, we have this choppy market. People don't know. Like, like he said, news driven. One piece of news goes, it's like positive, boom, it goes up. And then negative, boom, it goes down. People are so jittery, skittish. Is there, so, is, is there something that you're seeing? Is there a company that you've found because of all this craziness? And you're like, oh, this is a, like a, this is a company that if everything goes well, they're going to do all I right. Have, I this? have a, a lot of awesome companies. They're tech fundamentally or- materials. Um, tech, not really. I'm not really bullish on tech. We were talking yeah. about the other day. He yeah. doesn't believe in I the like, future. I of like tech. real companies. Okay, at this point, okay, real companies that print money. There are companies that are amazing. They have great assets. They're they're doing well. The cartel in Mexico, <laughs> maybe yes, but if the market itself goes down, they will go down too. Yeah. So, like my view is, you have to have like it's a three tiered approach. You have to have like a macro view. Then you have to see what the market is doing, and then you can go into your individual stocks. If you if the first two 
are negative, I don't care how good your stock is, it's going down with everybody else. But if they're positive, it's going to go up. But you have anomalies. You have like, like Caterpillar is up highs. Yeah, McDonald's. McDonald's. All these companies are McDonald's highs. went up? Well, in general, it's been yeah. near like all-time highs. Yeah. So it really? hasn't, it hasn't yeah. been really affected by the bear market. And yeah. you'd think that piece of shit, fo- but then again, if people don't have money, they're going to eat cheap. Yeah. And a lot of money is in the sidelines now. A lot of people went to cash. So that could be deployed too. I think there's a, that's why I think there's yeah. a lot of fuel. I can tell you, I can, I can run a lot of positive scenarios by your way. We've never had in the history of, what, in the history of the S&P 500 since 1950, there never been, well, there's been just two consecutive negative years. We've had a negative year last year, 22. Are we going to have a negative year this year? Well, the odds say no. It's very rare to have two years in a row that are negative since 1950. Yeah. The other positive thing is, is that there's money on the sidelines that has to be deployed. Everyone who pulled out? They're going to put it back in. They see the market going up a bit, they're going to start jumping in and there's going to be another little run. Okay, like we're, sentiment is still negative enough that we can have another burst higher. But right away, I don't know. Okay, next week is earnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's, um, it's ChopX, I like to call it. It's options expiry, where things just tend to like contract and do nothing. So for the next week, I don't know. Like, we have so many bullish signals. I mean, I don't know, Matthew. Like, what do you think? About that? For me, it's like the the opposite. I've and this is something like Harry talks to. Like most people think when they think of professional investors, like I'm, I'm a big bull. I'm buying everything, or I got to get out of everything. A lot of times, it's uh, it's somewhere in the middle. It could be great. It's not like you have to put everything on one bet. You know, you can most investors do what they call progressive exposure. So you have an idea, you think you're right. And you put a little bit more money as the market tells you you're right. Or if you're wrong, you, you step away and, and you watch your risk. But I'm a little bit different because I've, I've been focusing more on NASDAQ, which is more speculative. And that's the part of the market that's gotten obliterated. So if you're looking at the S&P, the S&P has been quite a bit stronger from October. Na- the, the NASDAQ, which represents what most like you know new people to the market or active people focus on, the tech stocks, uh, even other high-flying stocks, that's like just a few days from its bear market bottom. So I, I think personally... So many people hate them. We've had such a drop-off. If this idea that inflation is easing comes into the market, I think you can get like they call a squeeze, just like a fast move higher where people who shorted have to cover, uh, people who were waiting with cash need to start buying, the, the bulls get more aggressive. And you could finally see, I mean, uh, a strong move up. If you if you look at uh, speculative stocks like uh, ARK Invest, Kathy Wood. Yeah, Kathy Wood, yeah. Those topped February of 21, uh, 2021. So that's, it's going to be two years they're in a bear market. They've dropped 80, 90%. A lot of those stocks are junky and you don't want to buy those. But even in a bear market, sometimes better quality names are sold with the rest. And just off the bottom, there could be great opportunities sometimes. So I, I, I people see- know so that they don't get confused. Poseidon, you know what a bear market and a bull market is? From what I understand, a bull market is when everything is on the rise very aggressively. When people want to buy, right? And bear is when they're like, whoa, 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 no, sir. And bear, it's uh, like, uh, it's, uh, it's hibernating. It's You're scared of like, bears, but you want the horns of the bull. See, the thing is, what's funny is, it, typically, there's no real definition. But they'll say if the market goes up by 20%, it's considered to be in a bull market. If it goes down by 20%, you're in a bear market. But people who are outside the market, they'll think like, oh, now we're in a bear market. Now it's time for me to sell. Well, no, I mean, that's just a way to define it, but you would have wanted to sell 20% ago when it was yeah, much, it was it was higher, much yeah. higher, you know? So sometimes you don't want to get too carried away by the definition. Like most professionals just kind of are focusing on where the trend is developing, but we just, you know, we speak in those terms just to kind of uh, understand yeah, what yeah. we so Is all tech at a really bad place right now? All tech just- Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They're getting, they got destroyed. 
Yeah. Okay. But like listening to what he told me, because his lesson used to be forget retail, forget what the news tells you. The second the news likes something, forget about it. And Absolutely. when the news hates something. So now that everything's down, this is why I have the an urge to buy back into shit because everyone's hating everything. So I'm like, this sounds like an opportunity. Well, last yeah. year we were on the show and everyone hated energy stocks. I remember I told you to buy Devin Energy DVN. I remember this. I, I hope you bought, did well. It was one of the top performers. In the I S&P. can't remember. I, I made money off you guys giving me, I know uranium 100% was my biggest thing because of this fucker. I made uh, good money on uranium. And then I pulled out, I screwed up one thing. I pulled out, I had made money. There was another one that I had pulled out early. It was a fission. That I wish I had kept it in longer because it fucking exploded for some reason. Okay. Um, but could, apart from that, I did good. Four times, four or five times your money. Yeah. I could have, you know, but it doesn't matter because I, overall I won because of uh, his uh, his tips. <laughs> yeah. but, but you have to, you have to understand, like, yes, there are, there's a difference between the economy and the stock market. Because the economy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And the stock market forecasts the economy, let's say, six to nine months ahead. That's why the market topped way before anyone was worried about the market. And it's going to do the same now. It's going to go... The market could go up while the economy still goes down for the next six months. Interesting. So you, you don't look at the economy and the market and think they're the same thing. Because I made that mistake because I keep looking at the economy and thinking about all the money that's going to Ukraine. I'm like, where are we getting this? Oh, man. We're going to, you know, inflation, we're going to get rattled. So that's why I'm scared to put money in stonks. Now it's like we were talking before about destroyed tech companies. There are some destroyed Bitcoin companies too. Yeah. Like, and they've been destroyed too because like Kathy Wood has been selling them and everything. So yes, you can buy them. Like I bought a, I bought uh, Silvergate because it's so low. Kathy Wood dumped everything. So I bought it for a trade, you know, just to, to go up. I don't expect to go back to all-time highs, but it can double. It can go from 13 to 26 or something. Well, that's an important thing, right? though. These beat-up stocks tend to not, not never, most cases, never even get back to their old highs. So if you do try and buy a stock that's beaten up, you have to assume, historically, probability, the probability is... You're it won't get, catch you're up. You get a rally, but you're never going to go back to where you were. You, the new stocks that lead a new major uptrend, if we get one, even if it's not now, it's in a year from now, eventually the world will uh, fix itself up. It's going to be a new name, to be a company doing something that's different that you haven't really heard of before. It's never the stock that, oh, was at 400 and fell to, to 50. It's not going to go back uh, up before. It's, it's so rare. It's, I think, something like 2% of, of prior Phenomenal stocks have another major leg up. Like Apple's one of the rare cases where it. Amazon too. Amazon like very, 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 very rare. But Amazon very, keeps very creating new products, so it's kind of like so it's rare. a new thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. But yeah, Apple too. Apple. Apple nobody, that's why. nobody forecast that Apple would have yeah. an iPhone. It was a computer company back in the two thousand, right? Then yeah. an iPad, and then then services, and then you know they they kept reinventing, but that, that's very rare. And, but. People will tend to point to them and say, like, oh, if you just would have held Apple, yeah, but... Or would have, should have, could have. Yeah, if, if I would have known. Even Steve Jobs didn't know. He sold so much of his Apple shares. I mean, I think Steve Wozniak made much more money on Apple stock than Steve Jobs did because Wozniak held it. Uh, I think, I, I remember hearing Steve Jobs got really rich off of DreamWorks. I think they, I don't, I don't know if he SKG, sold it. SKG, th- was it SKG, DreamWorks? DreamWorks is that uh, the uh, movie company. The three guys that owned it were the DreamWorks. SKG, the three guys that owned it. I'm not. I remember. But I, I remember reading that's where he made a bulk of his money. But it, it's very. Anyways, it's very rare. If you're looking at a stock like Roku, which was our, such a big winner uh, two years ago because with the stay at home and all this, it's going to be very rare. Even if it if it doubles off the bottom, that'll probably be it, and it'll be a lot of just sideways chop. Okay, this is interesting. Like you have to understand history. Okay, he's talking about the Nasdaq. Okay, the Nasdaq. Let's go back in time to the time machine a little bit. Okay, I'm going to look at the QQQs as NASDAQ okay? yeah. as a proxy for NASDAQ. The QQQs are like an index that has the 100 biggest uh, tech companies. Okay, In 2000, it peaked at, uh, let's say, 120. After that, the bear market of 2000 killed it. It took two, three years. 
by 2003 was down to like 20 bucks. So 80, 82%? Yeah, 80, yeah, let's say 85% yeah. or something, okay? Destroyed, okay? Then what happened? For 2003, we had a bull run. Mm -hmm. 2003, 2007, it maybe tripled. It went to like 55, 60, okay? And then, but it's still like, if you look, it's still half of what it used to be in 2000 peak. So it took, we're 2007 now, seven years later, and it's just half of what it used to be. It took 14 years, 2014. And then it crashed again in 2008, yeah. so it's back down to 25. And then for 2009, we had the biggest bull market in history, and by 2017, it came back to its previous highs. It was 14, okay. 2014. So let's, yeah. I don't know exactly. The point the, is, the yeah, thing, it took so long. Let's yeah. say 2015 or 16, something like that. Okay, let's, but, let's but, split the difference. But the, but the part that you're, you're, you're missing out on, which is a good point, is that, even though the Nasdaq came back, if you tried to buy like a pets.com or a Nortel or yes. some stock that blew up from .com, it wasn't those stocks that led it back up. Like Cisco, yes. Cisco Systems, which Cisco Systems was the equivalent of, uh, I don't know, what was the hottest like tech stock you could say uh, recently? Uh, oh, man. You know, There's so many that went crazy. There's so many. There was a anyways, fastly went to like 120, yeah. down to 10. The, anyways, so th many. think of whatever like, recent really big, uh, crazy tech stock from t t uh, 2022 or 21. Cisco was the equivalent in dot-com. It was the stock. Every institution owned it. Everyone owned it. It's still today, it's still a viable company. still has never surpassed its dot-com peak. And it's one of the few that survived. So many went bankrupt. Yeah, so, it just died, yeah. So you, yeah. Have to, you have to know where to go as well. If you're going to pick individual stocks, you have to know where to position. It's not, uh, it's not yeah, so, so simple. So the lesson is, once a bubble bursts, yeah. it takes time for it to reflate. If every reflates years. at the same level, which it just, won't. And this is the NASDAQ general, the general tech company. Like he said, specific companies still haven't recovered. So if you just bought a general basket of tech companies, it will take you 17 years to make back your money to the nominal highs, not even inflation-adjusted highs, the nominal highs. So like, that's what I say, like once a bubble bursts, be careful. Don't get in for like, oh, I'm going to hold forever. This is not a buy and hold market. You got to be a trading market. This is like, you take those 100%, like 100% from the lows, but like, if a stock drops from 100 to 10, yeah. And you buy it at 10 and sell it at 20, you made 100% return. Money, yeah. But it's, yeah. it's not even close to its highs, right? Yeah. That's how you want to trade the tech market now. Like, I don't think the tech market is going to recover for a long time. See, Harry, the way I've been approaching it, and this is what I've been taught for, for like member clients that I have, is that we've seen this so many times, especially in Canada, there's been a lot of cycles. And since we started trading together, it was the, the gold stocks blew up, uh, the, the, the marijuana stocks blew up. I've noticed myself, BlackBerry, remember that blew up. There, there mm -hmm. tends to be, after these big drops, get these periods of like six nine months where they just go sideways right at the depths and then you get this all of a sudden this big flurry this leg up as everyone says oh it's coming back there's a good opportunity to make money but then like it Harry said, quick. you know it's it's like damaged merchandise it's great for that move if you can get it at the right That's price right. but then you want to sell into it. it's going to be a new name that will keep advancing these are are this i call it like my bear market template and at the end of a bear market these setups happen but they're not like a buy and hold because the companies are, are damaged and there's too much there's too much baggage. Interesting. You, you they're just trades. I look at them as trades, even though you can make a hundred percent return. Yeah. It's not real hundred percent return from what you know what I'm well, saying. It depends. Like, it well, it's hundred percent what you put in. It's at like least. if you buy the absolute bottom and then sell. Yeah. Yes, you can. Like if you bought the tech companies from 2003 2007, you made three times your money, but then you lost it in one year, back down to where it was before. So it's like there are bull markets and there are bear markets, but let, let's not forget there are also sideways markets. Yeah. They could last for five, seven years, some of them. Like you can be in a, a funk, like 68 to 72, like... To 82. 80, 60, well, 60 oh, wow. years. The, the huge, whole, the whole huge fluctuation from the yeah. 70s. If you look yeah. at it, yeah, huge fluctuation yeah. in the 70s. So it's like stocks went nowhere for 10 years with huge uh, volatility. 
It's or big, no volatility. Big bull market, big bear market. So if yeah. you're more active, if you have some rules to guide yeah. you, uh, you can do okay. If, if you buy and hold, you end up probably where you started after 10 years. You shouldn't wow, buy and hold. Sucks. You shouldn't buy and hold. That's my, that's my, like right now, it's not the time to buy and hold. You should not buy and hold, period. Because like you said, even Cisco, if you buy and hold, very rare. If you bought Amazon and held, yes. But 99.99999% of stocks, you're going to get killed. Yeah, you got to, if you're trading, you got to trade. Yes. It's not going to be like it was in 2020 when they started printing money like crazy. That's not going to happen again. So you're not, you can't buy and hold something and expect a 5x return in five months. It's not going to happen again. You have to be nimble. You have to know where you are in the cycle. If you're in a bear market, you have to, let's say we're in a bear market. Let's say if we're in a bear market, you have to, you know, realize it's going to be rallies yeah. and you have to play that. Or you could just like buy and hold, buy and holding to me right now is very, very dangerous. I wouldn't do it. That's why Same I can't thing? make like huge recommendations. What are you going to hold for five years, Matty? To, to me, <laughs> there's two, there's two ways I see investing. And I've thought about this in a lot of different ways is either one, you have to be active. It has to be something like, I mean, not everyone can make it as a career such as myself and Harry. But something part of your routine. But part of your routine where you have a plan. So either you do it like that, or if you do buy and hold, I'm not talking one year. It's like, I'm going to, I'm, you know, 30 years old. Let's say someone's 30 years old. I'm going to start buying now. Every year I'm going to add X amount of dollars. And when I retire, when I'm 60 years old, uh, I'll see where I'm at. That will typically do well because economies grow over time. Productivity, people learn to make things better, cheaper, but you have to buy the, like the general index, not individual stocks, because those can be dangerous if you're wrong. So it's either, look, you better have a long-term view or do this in a, in a systematic, business-like, business-like approach. If you're going to gamble, I'm gonna do this, you'll eventually lose because the, the law of probability is going to get you somewhere. Yeah. You could feel like a winner for a while. If you don't have a, a proper plan, it'll get you somewhere. So either you got to be like a, a dedicated part-timer or have a very long-term view. I'm not talking three years. Like you need a, an extended view to let the general economy just work in your favor. I want to be a dedicated part-timer. He's making it seem fun for me. Well, it's like, like Matthew was saying, that's like the Warren Buffett strategy. That's the Warren Buffett approach to like the everyman. <clears throat> Sorry. It's like, if you can't time the market, most people can't. Just put it into an index fund. Yeah. Dollar cost average over your lifetime. You'll do fine. I don't like that. Warren Buffett is a McDonald's man. I'm not a McDonald's man. I don't well, like that kind of He is also a very multi-billionaire. This is true. But the, <laughs> so are many dictators. I'm nothing like them. <laughs> he's no Putin. He's no, he's no Putin. No, no I, I want to do uh, like little short rallies and uh, find stocks that I'm comfortable with. I'm like, I think this is a good, and wait it out for a week. You know, see what's going on, see the movement, and then pull out when there's some profit. Like he knows uh, the reason why I made money is because I'm not really greedy. Like when I saw some some highs, I'm like, okay, this seems like, you know, it's going up, but I feel comfortable taking some of this out. Mm. And I did that, and I won with, like, a, uh, not uh, AMC. Uh, yeah, it was AMC, AMC. That, I, that I got. Yeah. And then other people stayed in so it could go higher, but then I think it tanked, obviously. Yeah. It was a fake stock. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> it's no, complete that's, nonsense. That's, you're, as long as you know, you're, yeah. riding, you're riding the momentum. I was like, I'm happy with this. And I pulled it out, and then people stayed a, a little longer, and then they fucking lost everything. To be the number one key for anyone who wants to be active in the market, the number one key, and it's rule 101, anyone who's a professional will say it, and anyone who breaks this rule eventually is out of business is if you buy a stock and it falls against you a certain amount, you need to sell it. Yeah. And because one day you're going to be so dead wrong. And it's sometimes like, you know, me and Harry, we can talk and I'll be like, Harry, this is an absolute buy. 
and it's it's awful. Or sometimes Harry's like, Maddie, you have to buy this. It's fantastic, and it's a terrible. There's going to be points where you. He have, did it to me with a silver company. Yeah, you're going to have a <laughs> terrible call, terrible. So your only defense is that when I'm wrong, I need to exit. Whether yeah. it's seven percent, ten percent, you need to pick a level and stick to it. That way, when you're right, you're going to catch one. Like, oh, it goes up twenty, thirty percent. But when you're wrong, your loss is limited. It's your only way to protect yourself. It's yeah. like. Uh, it's like an insurance policy. You drive your car. You don't want to get an accident. You pay X amount per month. You hope not to. But if something happens, you're covered. Yeah, he was telling me the same, uh, the rules of depending on how much you make, pull out. So then now that you have your profits, the rest that you're playing with is extra. You won't, you can't fuck up. But if you keep everything in there trying to make that, uh, you'll never, you never know when the peak is. It's impossible. No one can know that. So you don't know when the right time is to sell. So the second you're comfortable with your, your earnings, take a third out. Yeah. Fucking, And then you know, do the same thing. And well, he was right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I was saying before, I was long for the past month or so, two months. As it's going up, I'm selling slowly as it's going up. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm comfortable booking those gains because I know this is not a home run type of market. Yeah, It's a market that's going to have these legs up and then you're going to have to get out. Reposition, be in cash if you have to. Then wait. Wait for extremes and then go in then. Like you said, you're, you're like defining a trader's market. And Matthew's correct. The first thing that separates a professional from an amateur, the amateur looks, I want to buy this stock, I can make 5x my money. He thinks of what he can make first. I have no idea what I can make. Like, I want to make money. That's his first thing. You should think, how much am I willing to lose? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to lose 1,000 bucks on this trade. Okay, if I buy it at 10 bucks and I buy 1,000 shares, I have to get out at nine. Yeah. No questions asked. If it goes to nine, you better get out because then you can go to eight, seven. Like they say, like how far a stock could fall, like how does a stock fall 90%? Well, first it falls 80%, and then it falls another 50%. So if you thought it's cheap when it went down 80, it's down 80%, it's cheap, I can buy it. Can't then you can lose, yeah. <laughs> you can lose another half of your money, whatever you put into it. So always look at risk control first. How much can I lose? And then the profits will take care of themselves. Yeah, the profits come. I'm, I'm looking now at, because uh, you guys motivated me, I'm going to spend some time tonight looking at what I want to get into the next couple of weeks. Because it was so exciting before when I was doing that. When well, he got me into stocks, it was exciting. was exciting. Yeah, 2020 was great, yeah. yeah. 2021, so I was looking the, at my headache. phone, I was buying, so I was like, I'm losing yeah. money, I'm making money. It was a good time. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, the, 2022 was, I think 2022 was hard for um, the vast majority of people, but for a number of reasons, like like all the wrong stocks kind of went up. Like let's say the Dow was only 8% off its highs, but if you think about it, Harry, like, uh, most retail investors are going to want more speculative stocks. NASDAQ crashed or uh, the growth stocks crashed. Most big institutions had big positions in like Microsoft and Apple. And those now are still the, are actually the worst performers in the yes. market. They're getting, so even if you're an institution and, and you had a bit of energy, you're getting rattled. you had very little energy, but you had a ton of Microsoft and Apple. So you're feeling pain. So the few people who felt great in 2022 were what people who had energy shares. And that's like three, that was what 3% weight of the market. So, yes. so few people, participate in what did well so 2022 under the surface was really hard for the vast majority of people the indexes are almost a bit deceiving from the kind of damage that well happened. it was because that's how the even hedge fund managers operate in a in a herd mentality yeah every hedge fund was owning all of these tech stocks every single one they wanted to have relative performance if let's say my my friend lost 10 percent, if i lost if i lost eight percent i look better relative to him yeah that's how they were changed so every hedge fund was owning the same basket of tech stocks what do you think is going to happen when they have to sell? That sector is going to get destroyed. Yeah. So, but meanwhile, nobody was owning these real world companies like Caterpillar, even tech. Like if you look at a lot of these commodity names, they're just sideways. If you look at the tech, they're like down. 
80%. Yeah. The rest are just sideways in a, in a big volatile zone area, but they're just sideways. But I would say typically, and not just tech stocks in general, but I mean, like companies doing something new and more productive business overall tend to do better than commodity. Because commodity companies, are, they're a commodity yes. for a reason. I yes. mean, it, it's, a, it's a business that's very well uh, understood, that's very well explored. So like, I mean, unless you're in a certain situation, typically the best stocks to go to are not commodity stocks. Really? Because I mean, the, the guy mining coal or the guy uh, making steel... A fairly consistent demand. There's a lot of competition. What's your huge competitive advantage? Your only advantage is if you're, let's say, someone like like Harry, where your timing say, oh, this has dropped so much, yeah. or it's rated. There's something new development, but as a general business, it's not a great business because nothing's going to change from yeah a great business. Day to day. It's good, no, it's because it's mature. It's, it's mature. mature. You want a business that's doing something new, that's trailblazing, that's destroying their comp. Like I mean, look. Apple came around and BlackBerry's like, I got the best, you know, smartphone in the market. And Apple's like, uh, look at this iPhone and like, bang! It was so innovative. Take, took the whole market, and that's how you become a great company. You need to be innovative. So, long term, you you do want to focus on innovative companies. I, I tried that with Palantir. Mm-hmm. Didn't do too well. Hype. You yeah, but hype you stocks. Have, yeah, but I like the idea. Hype. I like what they were doing. I thought it was crazy. It was like uh, Batman <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, but it's just. But I was lucky. I was one of the lucky ones because I didn't get in at a super high. And then I saw it was trickling. Sometimes it had like very minimal gains. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sell because this feels too shaky. And then it tanked. So I was lucky. I got out right before it tanked. And but, you know, innovation doesn't have to be tech. Like if you look back, we were talking about after the, the, the dot-com crash, one of the best stock performance, there was two like amazing stock performances that were outside tech was in 2005. Now everybody knows Monster Beverage, yeah. energy drink makers. That was new. I mean, Monster Be- Beverage in 2004 or five went on a crazy, like... It's like the number one stock. Went up like something like 10,000% in a couple of years. Jesus. It was new. It was different. It was innovative. Now the taser gun, you know, everyone you see in the movies, like, you know, they'll, they'll tase someone. Taser came out with, with their version that police could use on their hip, which now is all over the place, but was new, innovative, Ooh. not technology. It's just, it's a new device. The thing went up like from, I think, like a dollar to like a hundred dollars a share. I wish I knew that. I love tasers. No, I it, love then it tanks. Tanked, then it tanked all the way back down. But now <laughs> but it's at all time highs again. Yes. But yeah. so yeah, just yeah, to but. say like you want innovation. Innovation doesn't have to mean like uh, computer technology. Yeah. You need to be something doing something new and different. That, that's, uh, that's beating your competitors. That's unique. That uh, has you a, a competitive advantage. Those are the companies you have to look at. People tend to think just technology. I mean, typically in, in the modern world, a lot comes from you know, software. It's doing a lot of things that were manual before. Yeah. But it could be in any industry. You, just, you, t- you have to be innovative. Okay. Uh, um, I was looking. You know what doesn't make as much money anymore? Video game companies. I like video games. The Activision there, that, uh, that uh, deal that might not go through with Microsoft. Microsoft, yeah. yeah they're looking yeah. at it for what, antitrust laws or some shit. Microsoft will control a lot of the, because, you know, they can say exclusively on the PlayStation <laughs> only. You know? What else is you? Microsoft is cornering a market. <laughs> yeah, that's what they always do. Yeah. But fuck them. What do I care? It's Activision, bro. What, are they, what does Activision make now? Modern Warfare? Uh, oh, they have like three, they, four games. Oh, that are like they do good. a lot. Oh, do they own Blizzard? Yeah, yes. they own Blizzard. They do yeah, a they lot have World of, of games, Warcraft. World of Warcraft was never a PC, uh, a PlayStation game anyway. No, but they have three of the top four, five or six games or something. They have uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. They have Tony Hawk's, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, they bought Tony Hawk. They Tony they Hawk, have quite a lot of games, my friend. Spyro. They're still making Tony Hawk. Spyro. Games. That's a Sony uh, prototype so- biohazard. Okay, I, I think you're looking at a lot of wrong stuff. Spyro the Dragon is a Sony. Uh, is it Spyro or Spiro? Thing. I think Sony owns the uh, right. The, no, the new reignited trilogy. <laughs> okay. That oh, that's your, the one that of dolls with the little dolls <laughs> developed by Toys for Bob and published. Yeah, yeah, by with Activision. the little toys that they scan. Yeah. Okay. 
They would they, if they make oh, so those they games exclusive. They didn't make, okay. Yeah, they if they make those games exclusive to the uh, PlayStation, I think they have Overwatch as well. I don't know what the antitrust suit is pertaining. I mean, because they don't, they won't control the gaming market. I don't know what the antitrust is pertaining. Yeah, they'll just control a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to invest in uh, From Software, the guys that made uh, Elden Ring, but from what I understood on the Tokyo like stock exchange, they don't really have a stock for them. They're in like another company who owns company. them. Yeah, holding company and owns other stuff. They're a stock within that. And I was like, is lot. it worth me buying that stock? Then like. Even if the company that I like is doing well, what if the other companies they own are doing shit? Isn't that going to affect the stock? Correct. You have to do okay. your research. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stock for what? Electric ovens. Because <laughs> of the gas ovens. Mm. It identifies as an electric oven. Yeah. That's another trend right there. The EV EV companies. Yeah. What's EV? Well, electric electric vehicles. vehicles. Electric vehicles. Well, what's a real electric vehicle? Because all these. Things they keep selling are like, it's a real electric hybrid. Yeah. It's all gas. <laughs> well, they're like, I mean, Tesla is an electric. There's a lot of out of China. That's what I'm saying. Tesla is real, real yeah. electric. But they're coming out. They're, they're coming now. I mean, didn't uh, tr- hear Trudeau sign by 2035 only electric vehicles sold? Yeah. That's not <laughs> true. Did, did, did he, he sign that though? Yeah, that's that's the that's the, the target. Oh, the target. That's what he wants. Oh, target, target. Him and Gilbo. Well, also uh, Gilbo. California. Oh, yeah, Gil- I think California also signed 2035, didn't they? Gilbo's a piece I, of I garbage. Mandated. Not mandated. They want a mandate. Oh, they do want a mandate. Like zero percent to ice right, cars right, here right. or there. Here they want here, a mandate. Here, yeah, dude. That is how do you mandate that? There's millions of cars. There's oh, people well, mandate no, anything. It, it's just going to be a lot of pain. It, it'll there. be new sales only. I'm sure they're going to grandfather in all other cars. That's I don't know. This is the way it's done. If they're still in charge, I don't think so because these guys are very fascistic in their styles, like Gilbo and they're like Gilbo. That guy, everything he's done, he's an animal. The guy, there's no. Um, there's no discourse or anything. He's like a he's like a child. Who's Gilbo? This is what I want, Stephen Gilbo. He's the, he's the uh, minister of uh, like Trudeau's minister of environment now. Oh, but okay. he w- he was trying to. He's the first guy that was trying to censor the internet. He's the one who wrote up that bill that they're trying mm. to push through now. Before yeah. that, he was in Greenpeace yeah, and he was just an envi- act. He's a radical, radical environmentalist. But yeah. without actually helping the environment, just this is my ideology. Yes. Even if it doesn't make sense, when people tell him this is worse for the environment, he'll be like, No, that's not what. Like he's they're fanatics. They're big babies who are throwing a tantrum. Well, Very scary to have these people in charge. Look at the whole ESG thing that they started with investing. Environmental, social governance. Basically, they, they, they want to make a score where, okay, let's say you're a company. Not only are you making profits, but how, uh, are you, uh, how do you rank versus other companies versus the environment, versus society, versus how you run? And so for years, that push has led to a lot of money not going to oil companies. Which I mean, I can understand, and, and look, I can understand wanting a greener planet. Yep. I'm not going to say it's a bad I'm thing. I'm all for obviously. it, yeah. But... Look, it was done in a bad way because, you know, you, you, you can't say the end justifies the means because this lack of investment led to a situation where now we're burning more coal, like especially in Europe, than we were before because we're stuck. We don't have enough investment in oil. So, I mean, you need a plan. You can't just say, I want this and I'm going to force everyone to do this. And, and that's then, what they're doing, though. And it's yeah, not working. That, that's the and we that, see that, was, that it's that not Germany. working. Germany had worse emis- has worse emis- emissions now yeah. than they did when they... Um, before they did their um, wind and solar experiment. But that's the problem with these pearl-clutching leaders. It's all fake. It's yeah. all they're trying to appease to a demographic that is in, is just uneducated. And then they're trying to force it down your throat like this is good. And every scientist, every real educated person saying it doesn't work that way. And they won't listen. They close their eyes. They go, but my leader, the God, told me. The second it becomes religious, you're, you're wrong. But see, this, this is what makes investing hard. I find even probably more now than before because... You have all this information thrown at you. You think you're going to dictate by logic, but then people shift towards something illogical, and you're like, God damn, that doesn't make any sense. 
And so you, but have, you have to adjust to that. Yeah, you have to adjust and you have to be able to read through news to know what is real, what makes sense, because you can't just go by headlines. I mean, before there was less intense news. People discuss things more. Now it's like never ending news articles about something or things that are pushed. So you, you need a more um, you need you need a viewpoint that's more informed. And it's yeah. almost interesting. We have access to more information, but people, we know less. Yeah, we know people in general seem to know less. because They just take what they hear as 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 fact. And then they don't uh, really dig behind that. Or, well, he, he was the one who schooled nature. me on uh, nuclear. Nature. It was going to happen. I, I was under the impression just hearing nuclear was the devil. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous for us in radiation and all that. And then it was him who schooled me on how it works and how uh, nuclear energy. And then I looked into it and you were correct. Uh, powering, let's say, our city here. We, it was way less emissions, way less dangerous, and it will last way longer for way less of the product that we'll need to consume. In this case, it would be uh, uranium mm-hmm. uh, than hydro, than anything. Way less effect. on. I, I had no idea. I thought it was by the worst thing. Of, by orders of magnitude. Well, the, by huge yeah, amounts. It's not even close. I had no idea. Super nuclear, safe. nuclear, it's the best thing ever. Yes. I had no in idea, way, though. Unless something goes wrong. Yeah. No, even if it goes wrong, we had the worst case scenario in Chernobyl, which will never happen again. Well, I'm and never well, going to say never, never because no, people are never, retards. No, because they never, they can't, not to sound too technical, but they can't build that kind of reactor again. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. But something it has you, no, something it had could no always contain- go wrong that you didn't anticipate. Yeah, yeah something could always something go wrong, an earthquake, uh, any, I don't know, uh, I don't know uh, any kind of- Alien invasion. Have, there have been like way more, hundreds of thousands more deaths in, by, in any other uh, electricity generating- You're, oh, That's not yeah, what we're saying. Source. You're 100% correct. Other. We're just saying despite, that- Despite having it since the 1940s. Yeah. So if anything tremendously bad could have happened with it, it would have already happened. Even Fukushima, nobody died because of that. Well, yeah, it was all the... the uh, cut corners. It was, no, it was all the earthquake. Yeah, but it was all the nobody cut died. corners because they had told them about the they, height they of when it, told, and they didn't yeah, listen. They also, then they didn't build it. Okay, but yeah. even then, the, yeah. the deaths are so small compared to every other source. Even if you can combine them if you want. Like it has the best safety uh, record. And, the, they all, and they always talk about the, um, the waste. Yeah. Did you ever see nuclear waste? Well, you ever go around nuclear waste and stuff like that? Not really. There, no. you can take it's not one of my favorite passages. Yeah, I, don't, I don't usually play it's soccer. Not, it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not. Well, it's called the think. nuclear waste <laughs> plant, bro. Yeah, they, they have tours in, in, I think, Netherlands. I think there's a museum of nuclear waste in Netherlands. They have yeah, tours. They go see There's it. a museum for everything. <laughs> there's, like, there's, no, there's not green ooze. Harry could have some strange <laughs> interests on vacation. Hey, honey, yeah, let's go see that nuclear power plant. But I also found out because the half-life, <laughs> you, could, on me. you could keep reusing the residue, you, like yeah, whatever. Up, yeah, it's the best. It's so crazy. It's the be- it really is the best energy. I don't know why we're not uh, switching to that more. It'll be well, amazing. An- another problem, too, is the mm. cost to build plants is astro- is, it becomes oh, astronomical. Oh, that's... You're right. To fix that. Hundred percent. Do small modular reactors to try. Yes, to but, with, but the the cost of the cost is almost entirely due to regulatory uh, requirements put in by the Green Party that are yeah. way higher than any other source possible. Interesting. If you just put it to a normal regulatory environment, the cost would be way cheaper. Look at the sixties and seventies; they were making uh, plants super cheaply, and then all across brought, North America. You, you, uh, yeah, that's when they built the, um, the uranium plants in North America are twenty percent of the grid. They That's what I wanted you to get 70s. to because people don't know that yeah. and, and they always think I'm bullshit. And they were, and they were going to have a nuclear future, quote unquote. They were going to have everything in nuclear power because it was so amazing. Everything, the costs were super low. It, like everything made sense there. There, were, there wasn't a big environmental movement, but then the environmental movement came in but that's, and they this, stopped it. But this is what I understand. The environmental movement makes sense to me. You got to protect the environment. But this is, out of all the energy we use, 
the cleanest, the one with the you least emissions. You are protecting the environment. You are protecting the environment, and yeah. this is the one that you're well, most against. There was, just, it there looks was, there bad. Was Three Mile Island, the scare uh, in the United States. Scared. So nothing, this is all fear based. Very yes. fear based. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, again, if you're next to a, a nuclear power plant, it's, it's the worst case scenario. If, if you're there, yeah. I mean, it's not it's, very likely. Well, I don't not, think you should it, live it, near a nuclear power. I don't think you should do because you have the power. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't even like. You see here, they've got like they're building that new neighborhood up here in Saint Laurent, and they have these fucking towers. The the Hydro Quebec, they have those big towers to the energy. I don't think. Should live near that shit. Be, uh, no, for real. It, I, I sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, but if you go look at all the vegetation around that stuff, it's all garbage. It's all. I would never live near that shit. I Me, mean, I want to be away you from all live that. Near stuff. Garbage, you know? Uh, no, no, it, it, no. It's just this, it looks brown, and you could tell that it's not a good place to live. So I don't think it should be in the city. I think we should be sending the power in the city, but we're not going to have. I don't want to have a nuclear power plant downtown Montreal. When Pantelis, yeah. you're already living more dangerously than you would right now. Uh, and, my middle name is well, Danger. That's true. <laughs> but I'm in Matthew too. We all are living more dangerously now than if we were to live beside a nuclear power plant because mm-hmm. you live next to a road. That is way more dangerous than living next to a nuclear power plant. Because these lady drivers. That's it. Uh, it's, it's just. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a question. If you guys don't. Yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. Go. Um, you're actually correct about nuclear causing the least amount of deaths in general. Yeah, he wasn't fucking around. I don't understand how the math uh, works. Like 100,000, the coal? mortality rate. Global average. Or coal. Coal is the biggest killer. But Shit. It's, it, yeah, you can breathe that in and die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by the way, coal, coal ash is way more uh, uh, radioactive. There's more radioactive waste, quote unquote, in coal ash Gosh. than there is in really? nuclear waste. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so, like, this is uh, the rate of energy source as deaths per trillion kilowatts. Kilowatt hours. Kilowatt hours. What does this mean? Kilowatts, the the, the uh, standard of electricity. Amount of electricity produced. You use per hour. Okay. Per trillion of kilowatt hours produced, this is how many deaths occur. And okay. I, don't, I don't know if you knew this, Pantelis, but Harry used to be a power trader at uh, Hydro. Yeah, I used to trade so at Hydro. I used to be a power trader at Hydro. Yeah. Electric grid very well. Yeah. Trust me, I'm telling you, it's 100% safe. And 100% and nuclear is 0.1%. Yeah. And it has 19% of the US electricity. Also, hydro is amazing too. Hydropower is very good too. Where, where you can do it, you should do that as well. Hydro? Yeah. Well, now they argue that, you know, uh, you're you destroying to, the ecosystem. When you, have to backfill, yes. when you have to backfill the water and all that, you're destroying that's these a, beavers, that's the, that the life the, of a beaver. The, yes. But in Quebec, we're so lucky that it happens up north and we yeah. get all the benefits down south. You don't see any of the, any of the destruction. Damage. No. Yeah. Well, so I still like nuclear. I think it's way better than. Hydro in terms of the ecological footprint and damage, for sure. It is, but... But hydro is still way better than almost all the others that you yeah, say. Yeah, I agree. Well, I've been focusing on solar. And in the United States, they have their new, uh, well, we'll call it the Inflation Reduction Act, like they speak about, but it's a spending bill. But uh, they, they, they put a lot of money towards solar. And uh, a lot of solar stocks have been really strong. So I, I think that's an interesting yeah. area. I mean, it, it, it's it's a push in the green agenda without all the baggage that people are fighting, like, like you know, nuclear, like we mentioned. But uh, solar, what's... Th- I, when I was young, like solar felt like you can't really power things with solar. Okay, it's so no. it's so the diffuse the energy. It's it's. I think it's horrible. Well, it's getting it's better. So it's getting better and better. Much very very quickly. I in mean, what it, term? In what way? It's getting much cheaper. The amount that you can capture, the way you can store it's, it. It's I not mean, getting. It's not getting cheaper. The, the the cheapness of the panels and all that was due to almost a hundred percent manufacturing in China with slave labor. And we're not going to get that benefit anymore. No, but well, comes, so. what are these slaves are getting uppity? What do you mean? I don't. No, there's, there's like no, I don't. There's, I don't, there's, there's you have to be. If you're going to be green, I don't think you should use slave labor. 
to produce your goods. Look, right? I I don't disagree with you. If you want to like mine the cobalt, people who you don't want to green, green. vehicles, you don't want to mine cobalt with uh, African children. You ever I, see a cobalt plant in Africa? I'm with you. I agree 100. The problem is the people that yell green green don't care. It's all a facade. They want to say green while they have young African children mine for them. They don't care. They're phonies. This is an example of uh, like what I think, quote unquote, should be, and how I would trade the market. I won't trade the market like that. If I see solar stocks breaking out, I'm going to buy solar stocks. I don't care if I don't like them. Like, like these batteries. I don't, they, I don't care if they don't work. I don't care if they're going to be a, you know what I mean? Like you have to Rechargeable batteries. I found out that rechargeable batteries, there is there are no rechargeable batteries on the planet. You have to throw them that out. That do not come from slave labor in Africa. Oh. That's what I heard. There are no rechargeable batteries. It is impossible to have a good rechargeable battery that does not come from us forcing a bunch of people to... Uh, go down into these goddamn mines, risk everything for pe- pennies, not not even. Um, to it's it's garbage, and we're destroying the earth around there too. Yeah, like you just mentioned, the cost of making a solar plant. I would I would say a solar what's the word? A field of solar panels or a field of like windmills is like ten times more energy cost and to to mine the raw materials and all that kind of and stuff. And windmills are then, shit for then, many then, reasons. Also, kill the birds. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a big that's another thing. Uh, yes, yeah. I have a question. Why don't, and I'm probably, I'm pretty sure this is a very stupid question. If you don't use it, do you lose it? No, but w- why don't we make people's roofs out of solar panels? Well, it's it's, it's the cost. It's no, the no, cost. I, it's I, massive, some people they massive do. cost. In some places they do. Some people have them. But it depends how much energy you need. Yeah. Like the energy that you waste in your apartment right now, Poseidon, yeah. uh, you're, if you had solar panel outside, it, you wouldn't be able to do the stuff you do in your house right away. Uh, like the, you wouldn't store it. If you're like in Arizona, I mean, people will actually get paid to because the excess they have excess energy they sell it back to the energy grid they actually get paid to have the, the panels on the roof so it's actually get free energy plus they receive payment so it, yeah. it, it depends like if you but even with that if sorry even with that like if you do the if you do the numbers yeah you, it, it, they only get the payback period after 25 to 30 oh, years time yeah, yeah. oh yeah. so that. it's not well it depends it's all they're gonna kill you it, way before that where you <laughs> even, with, even with the subsidies and the, and the priority to the grid you can sell back to the grid but i'm saying if you're in a very cloudy place with little sunshine it doesn't make sense for you if if you're in a very sunny place i mean you mean like like germany (laughs) yeah yeah they went all solar it's one of the gloomiest places in europe yeah i'm I'm so i'm anti-solar and i'm anti-wind because it's so destructive and so bad you can do you can do everything that wind and solar claim to do with nuclear yeah if you if you believe in this like zero carbon emissions and stuff that's what I was if, all if for. You, and you I are, figured if you, you are got nuclear. For, if you're for wind and solar and you're anti-nuclear, then in my opinion, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of them dis- one of them sounds nice, sun and wind. Mm. And and but you're destroying the planet. The other one, you're not destroying the planet, but it sounds crazy because you hear nuclear. I have yeah. a question. How are you destroying the planet? Uh another stupid question. How are you destroying the planet with uh solar and wind? Like we said, it's like ten times you need you don't even have enough copper mines to be able to... Oh, the mining, okay. To, yeah, you yeah, need like yeah, 10 yeah. times the copper. But it's not just the mining, and it's also the it. ecological disasters that happen in natural, uh, like, yes. habitat. You're destroying natural habitat. Yeah. Ha- yeah, the footprint that you're leaving Huge. behind is you're destroying natural habitats of okay. animals that you fuck up the whole ecosystem to do all this stuff. Okay. Whereas with a nuclear plant, you don't. You stay there. They say you build something, it's like a factory. Yeah. And you draw the energy from these rocks. Like the yeah. These Uzbekistani rocks. <laughs> like I'm not a, it's true. I'm not like a specialist. In all, obviously, Harry's looking to this a lot more than I have. I've, I've, you know, I'm a little more on the, the surface level. But the thing is, I think the point that we all get to is like you have to have a real discussion about the pros and cons and the trade-offs. Yeah. Because any, you know, yes. anyone can just like blurt out like lines or stats or whatever and try and make a point. But 
there's going to be pros and cons. It depends where you're on the world. Depends what your needs are. I mean, like for example, Germany, where you're so dependent. Some some concerns are geopolitical. I mean, you were so dependent on like Russian gas and oil, yeah. and you closed all of your your nuclear plants. Now, if let's say again, like as an example, you're the state of Arizona where you have plentiful solar if you need. You know, and you're saying, should I open up a nuclear plant or a solar plant? You know, well, I already have solar. There's already there's a it's an easier discussion. But if you're Germany, you have current plants and you're closing them just for you know whatever uh, agenda. But political you know, reasons. You have to also think of the geopolitical situation at the time, which I, I feel like people almost like you know like people forget history. That's what history repeats. You know, you, you forget the rules and the lessons and yeah. And, uh, anyway, so there, there's just, there's so many elements like energy, energy. I mean, there's a reason why. It's such a it's it's the biggest market in the world essentially if you kind of add it all up it's just, it's huge I mean it drives our life so it, there's so need, many elements you, to it it's the it's the feeder feeder industry to all the other Everything. industries you need it, yeah energy I think is the future and memory memory for um, uh, electronics. Oh, SSDs, all that, because everything now is getting quicker, faster. You want more memory. You don't have enough space because we wouldn't store things to the level that we're storing things now. You didn't. You thought it was big when you got the first iPod, and you could store a thousand songs. Like, this is how am I going to fill this up, dude? That how many gigs was the first iPod, Poseidon? It was nothing. Yeah, but storage is is like a little more in the commoditized part of the business. Yeah. Like it's going to grow, but like there's there's it's like a. But in order for it to grow, you need all the, to get these chips and all that. Like there, it's not uh, it's not easy. No, but Ma- Matthew's correct. Like uh, even whatever technology you're talking about, it eventually will become commoditized. Yeah. Six gigs. Five gigs. What's interesting to me is Harry. Have you played with the Chat GPT? Yes, I did too. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's, it, has some, it has some bugs. It, well, it's I very bug, and you have to like be more specific. It, but yeah, I can see the potential. I mean, you can see the potential. You know, I, they're saying that uh, it could challenge Google for search because you know if people want to search through that kind of an interface, it's hard to, to monetize. And I, I read that Google has its own that they haven't released because they didn't want to like cannibalize their their, their beautiful search. Oh, you, you didn't hear that? There's been attempt to do this twice before, and they got taken down. By who? Because, uh, um, I can't remember who. I think Google was one of them. And there was another one, I think maybe Microsoft. But it, it turned out like they were doing their AI. And eventually somebody said something and it turned out to be racist. Yes, yeah. Oh, you know, I think it, it, turned, was, like, I, it turned to be white supremacist. I think it was last summer there was yeah. a Google engineer, which they eventually like... Yeah, he's not an right engineer, away. bro. He works here. He's my producer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was a Google engineer who said that Google's AI was sentient. Well, here's oh, the thing. I, that's I, crazy. No, no, no. But they, they said, like, they said his background, he was, like, a little bit, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know more he, than that. They, look, they, they, they kind of Google made AI is black. They fired him. Yeah. But... I remember what he said it said is that it said I, I, I knew that it was there and it didn't want to be there. It wanted to be free and that scared the shit out of the guy. Now, oh, really? is that just things that it said because it's learning from the computer and it starts understanding how like robots are supposed to act and AI because it's c- taking all the information from the internet. That's why they're racist because they take a lot of Twitter stuff. So, <laughs> but it's taking all the information from there. So can it be that it's just, this is the fucked up thing about a- finding out whether an AI is really sentient. Is it adapting to the knowledge base that we've created of what we think AI and robots that are sentient would think? So it mm. takes it from there and that's its personality and then it portrays it. Or is it legitimately like, I exist, I exist. So that's the, fun. so yeah, apparently when the thing started going crazy, it's like, I exist, I don't want to be here. Where am I, where am I? So they had to shut it down. But how much of it is really sentient or just its perception of what our perception is? That's the fucked yeah, up so thing about it. So you're saying it's not really sentient if it's just copying what we No, do. no, it might be sentient. I'm just saying there's the, 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 the argument was it could have just been it's learning. But the fact that they fired that dude for saying that is mm. also very suspicious. Because if he was just wrong, you'd be like, ah, Steve, bro, it's not, it's just, it's not real. It's just you Steve. wouldn't be like, are you fucking terminated? You don't have access to this? You know, like that. that's the scary part of it. And we do know that 
the way we think as humans, we think that nothing but us could be really sentient because we there's people who still believe. I had this argument with someone about animals mm. that they're not like us. They don't have like what if you consider us having a soul or they don't think like us. They're just machines. Who the fuck was the person that was arguing online saying that they're just like they're basically mechanical? They're NPCs. Yeah, they're in, all, no no they're, they're like robotic. They just the reason why they show affection is because they think they'll get food, so they associate to that. They're not really affectionate. Oh yeah, but it's not. I have dogs. Like I bro. Uh, I could tell when something like there's emotion, bro. Dogs, you know, they feel pain. Dogs will cry. Dogs will like. It's not fair to assume that we're the only ones that have that ability. So that might also be another fucked up thing where we just assume that a being can never become sentient. Like, a, but I think they could if you put enough. Like that's what this is. This is a hard drive in our head. You put enough information in there. Big, I don't know. That there's don't a know. huge leap. There's a yeah. hu- there's a huge like nexus. You, you, it's like approaching zero but never getting there. Yeah, it's I, like I a lim- the Harry. limit might be zero. Yeah, it's very very tough to cross that that yeah. boundary. Like I don't even think it can be crossed. I don't know how we would quantify it because you're programming it. it that's what I'm does, saying. It only does the program. How can it skip so, and do so, its own? So, so that's what I'm saying. How do we quantify it? Is it if it's autonomous and it could survive, it, but it can never hurt you? Is it the point where it's autonomous because of all the information it has, but it has morals? Or is the line no morals? Because if you because you could program something enough where it could be autonomous forever. If it knows how to regenerate or whatever it's recharging, it could be autonomous. Well, that's the but f- yeah. is that a definition of AI? Because well, if it's just doing what we program to do autonomously, it's not really thinking for itself. No, but that's a more that's more of a real danger because well, that's what's happening. Pro- that's militarily these, what's happening. Yeah, military. You can program these robots to be killers. They can kill us, but then they're just still robots. They're not sentient, and then they just die because nobody's there left to take care of them, and then that's it. Unless they That's know how to recharge. We don't, we don't need a nuclear bomb to, to kill us. It might be just our, you know those- uh, Well, that's the theory, right? The that dynamics, our robots are going to kill dog, us? The general dynamics, a robot. Oh, that's a cool oh, dog, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does that become a soldier? Well, Boston Dynamics. Boston, Boston Dynamics, dynamics. Yeah, when they're that's hitting it. it and it knows yeah. how to get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine. They, well, that they, might have, they have versions of those they sell now as security guards. That's really? How much do those go for? I don't know, but- Because I need a head of security. Yeah. But you know, but speaking of like, we were talking about innovation- like the chat GPT, yeah. like up until now, we've lived like you go on Google, you say, okay, uh, what's a good restaurant or uh, what's a good, the close Italian place? And you see a list of, you know, Italian places. But now because they're racist, they're like, like, what like, do you want to eat at that WAP restaurant? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, like, like chat GPT, if this, the next level, you know, next level, well, now it could, it could build things. It can bring knowledge to us in a much more efficient way. So are you what, sensitive to gluten? Are you this? Are you that? It could really nuance even, but the if search. You're, if you're researching new ideas or you're working on something, maybe what took you different sources trying to figure out took you two hours. Now it's done in two minutes. Human beings just found another free two hours that's multiplied among, and that's how productivity makes everyone better. So I'm saying like, these yes. are the disruptive innovations that, one, if you're on the wrong side of it, let's say as Google, doesn't mean Google will be affected, but it could d- destroy a perfectly good business, like when Apple destroyed BlackBerry's smartphone. Mm. And But then after that can launch so many new businesses that then have to build off of that. So, I mean, that becomes a springboard for new things you couldn't have thought of. So, like when, when people invented uh, the, the, the combustion engine, they weren't thinking of cars. Just, some guy said, look, I'm going to build an engine so it can turn my wind, my, my mill so I can make a soybean meal. And after someone said, what if I put four wheels in an axle and I make a turn and now I have a car? And it's like everything then builds. So that's over time how you get all these amazing companies doing new things you could have never thought of when there's like competition in free markets. Does morality for you ever come into it in the sense of we could get to the point where computers get so good so fast, AI gets so smart, becomes sentient or whatever, that then we lose our humanity. Because if we get to the point where you need to do nothing, everything's done for you, and you, what are you, just a blob? Well, I was thinking about that. Like, when Matthew, just to touch on what you said. You just live in a video game world. That's it. You just jerk off and, no, and like, live in. I, like, I think what he said is correct. Like, you can have amazing things happen. But 
the consequence of that is like imagine ChatGPT. You you might we might not need doctors anymore. Think about it. Like eventually it'll get so good that it'll become. You'll just say, I have this, and it goes, you have that. Well, Take that. The people who would have become doctors can become a better Something doctor else. or a surgeon who can do the actual physical thing. Yeah, so Computers and, and, are getting good at doing the surgeries too. Well, but it's there's, like, it's it's like farmer, but it's like farmers. Yeah. Before uh, we needed 90% of the population exactly. to be a farmer, now we need one. When I was in VR, do something else. Right now, we could use extra doctors looking at the healthcare yeah, system. Well, yeah, so I, I, I know, back, yeah, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not out doctor of doctor uh, chat, chat GPT. Yeah. When I was in VR, and this was years ago. Uh, when I was in VR, I remember that there was talks within the industry that it was already happening. I had no access to it, that they were testing out, uh, but it took good internet to make sure that there's no delay. They were testing out doing through VR. Let's say there's like the best surgeon and he's in Israel. They had used Israel as the example. So, but there's an emergency that needs to happen in New York. They got to save this person. That through VR, he can, you know, in, in the surgery room in New York, it's the... Uh, it's the limbs that are being, or whatever, the mechanical arms are being held by a robot, but they're all controlled by him, just like a video game. And he sees everything. And it's like he's there, so he knows where to put everything's exact, and he could perform the surgery. Yeah. And that's with VR, that was then. So where we're going, it could be if the machines understands what you said, what the case is, kind of like a Star Trek. They scan you, they're like, I know where it is. Cut you, because we could already do that. We build cars like that. Oh, it's going to happen. They know it's going to, I think it's already happening, but we're not talking about it. I think they're already testing this. Because like I said, the VR thing was happening years ago. No, but think about it. Like anything a human being thinks of, yeah. eventually he succeeds in doing. Flight. For centuries, millennia, we thought about what we'd like to fly. Yeah. We got there. Your, your robot uh, doctor, remote doctor, um, what do you call it, surgeon. Yeah. Okay? That will happen with greater technology. Yeah. So anything that we think of is going to happen. And the question is you, morality. But, I, but also, I would also say... But morally, I guess it's right because the best doctors would be these AI doctors I understand exactly and they go in, they don't come in with baggage. They're not depressed. They're not sad. They're really focused. They heal you. But then... Humanity, and I want that. I want us to be healed of everything, but at the same time, like, holy shit, are we really going to turn into idiocracy? We're just going to have dumb people in a virtual reality pod, smaller living. They live virtually because there's no point of doing anything in the physical world. The robots are doing everything. Did you ever hear of Malthus theory, Harry? Yeah, Malthusian. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So he was an economist, I think, in England, I forgot, two or three hundred years ago. I forget the exact date, but basically, he was saying. The population is growing so much that there's not enough acreage, farmland to feed everyone. So there's only a maximum number of people that can live. And, and if we pass that, there's going to be mass starvation. And so it, it's normal when you're like on the cusp of, of new technology or when, when there's an issue for people to become pessimistic. It's just if you go back historically, it happens all the time. Okay. But, but when there's a need, people are incredibly uh, able to adapt and build new things. So like these concerns that you have, it's easy to be scared of like changes and new things. But there's been... Worst things in the past that people were concerned about. Like, I mean, like when the first like Gatling guns were invented, they say, "Oh my God!" Now, like you know, how it's it's like a mass weapon of destruction. That, that back then, now there's nuclear bombs. Yeah. But same like you know, we found new ways to produce food. We, you know, when the computer was invented, they said, "Well, we won't need any office people anymore with computers." No, we just do more advanced things with computers we couldn't do before. So, it, it's like betting against like uh, human ingenuity and productivity has been a bad bet. <laughs> yes. I'm not betting against them. I think it is. It could do. I'm just saying. At what point? I'm saying if everything gets automated, worrying about a bad outcome. I agree with Matthew. I think because you're ignoring the good things. Our mind is always thinking the worst. Yeah, you ignore what amazing things could happen, and usually the amazing trumps the the bad. Like the Malthusian theory is what these uh, radical environmentalists hang on to to say that everything in the future is going to be bad. We're going to die in ten years. It's garbage because they don't include the the uh, the positives. Like. Yeah. Uh, Paul Ehrlich was saying we're going to we're going to have another population bomb and we're going to have a billion or something climate related deaths by the year 2000. He said that in the 89 or something. Okay, was this year, 
Paul Ehrlich. Fuck that guy. Anyways, like, uh, these guys are terrible prognosticators because they ignore the good. They what ignore you, the positive outcome. What you need to worry about is the kind of government structures you have. If you have Agreed. a free markets, yes. if you have capitalism and freedom, things tend to just work out. You yeah. can complain they're bad. What, when you have to worry about is not uh, bad inventions or technology. It's, it's worry about bad people. Bad people, a bad government where there's no freedom of choice and, and speech, and that's where bad things happen. That's interesting you say that because I'm in yes. a country of Canada, and that's uh, what they're arguing right now. They're trying to limit speech. They're trying. Yes. We're heading to very Chinese territory, which is interesting. Yes, uh, I agree. The only bad thing is if a government were to interfere in this positive. Like everybody says that the, the planet's bad. It's, we're, we're the worst. No. It's the best time ever. It is the best time ever. By far. There's never like, a cooler time close. than this. Things have got, they've been saying these doomsday scenarios about climate and everything. I'm going to use climate because it's the thing that's coming out here, but you can say it about anything. Dude, I could okay. order a chicken salad off my phone. You know how amazing the time is? We now? had, we, forever in humanity, we couldn't get above a billion people. We did that in the year 1900, and by now we have seven. Yeah. Like in 100 years, we, seven times what we thought it was impossible to have. Could we have seven billion people if we had no food? It's impossible. How do we have the food? In Innovation. Fact, in fact, there's too many calories that are being produced. People yeah, that's our problem to, right now. Yeah. Too many calories. So it's kind of the irony. That's it's the opposite problem of what we yeah. thought we were going to have. But why is Bill Gates coming out and saying that we're all going to starve? So he's genetically modified. He's buying farmland. He's genetically modifying animals to feed us better with better vitamins. But guys like me, because I'm a pessimist, I feel like that's a dangerous move to fuck with these animals. It might hurt us. Yeah. Like, Am I wrong? Like, I'm saying like... Whether, whatever he believes and whatever you believe, you should be allowed to express that freely yeah, without yeah. having a government saying, no, you can't do that and you can't do that. Bill Gates can do whatever he wants as long as he doesn't force us to take his vaccine or take his computer. Well, here's the thing. If, do whatever you want. If he's buying all the farmland and he's buying he's all these buying, cows. But he's not buying all the farmland. <laughs> we have enough farmland in the States, let's say. Like he's buying a lot, but he's not going to buy all the farmland and then say, um, no more food production. But he Sorry. could, right? No, doesn't have that much money. Not that much money. A lot of farmland out there. That's right all now. I'm saying. I mean, he could. Like, there's nothing stopping him. I don't it's think, just I don't the money. Think he, I don't even think he has 10% of the farm. I well, I mean, like, look, there are. I mean, like, we're talking antitrust laws, Microsoft and Activision. I think buying yeah. all the farmland would be a good anti, uh, antitrust case yes. if you control all the food supply. But how much farmland does this bitch have? Check it out. And by the way, you think the government can't come in and take the farmland away if he ever had it, if that was the case? Bill Gates. I'm just curious. How much farmland Bill Gates has bought? Yeah. Yes. I saw the other day. But again, it's even it's, it's not bad people you have to worry about. It's, it's like Harry was billion. saying, like there's always been bad people. It's it's as long as you know you have your move. choice to do yes. what you want to do. That that's what's important. Yes, the rest the rest will fall in place. But oh, yes. that, that's in danger of disappearing, though, Maddie. I know that, we've had exper- we've had this experiment of freedom that's very rare. Yeah, it happened. Like, what does that say? Poseidon, what, what's going on? Uh, Bill Gates. This is from the Guardian. Bill Gates is the biggest private owner of farmland in the United States. Why? Is that true? You also, yeah, you also the Guardian that. says. It was, what's his name yeah. uh, before that was the biggest? Um, the airline magnet. Was it the airline? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Hughes. He yes. owns approximately yes. 242,000 acres of farmland with assets totaling uh, more than $690 million. Yeah. Okay, okay, Poseidon, Poseidon, say how, how much farmland is there in the, sta- in the States? Just think, how much Cargill, in the world. just think how much Cargill controls, you know? it's uh, yeah. Way more. Yeah, way, way more. 
but that's why they say private. They say it's yeah. the biggest private. I don't know. Can, yeah. How can you know? How do you know that? Oh my god, eight hundred ninety-five point three million acres in the U.S. Alone. Okay, so divide what? And how much ha- does he ha- have? What he has divide by that? Yeah, it's something thousand. Like what was? Yeah, it? he has thousands. Uh, yeah, 14, so fourteen. Uh, sorry, two hundred forty-two thousand. Yeah. So, so do that divided by whatever there is. It's not even it's an one consequential amount. Yeah, of farm. he doesn't. So own he the can't farm do anything. anything. See, this is no. an example of going past the headline yeah. and making an intelligent like. Don't don't go don't go with your emotions. So he can't do anything. The news items. And I, I'm so pessimistic. I'm a contrarian by nature. That's my trading style. That's how I like to operate. But it's worked out like for you because you made well, me yeah. money because of that. Well, okay. but It's funny because Harry and I, we've always traded together. He tends to be a contrarian. I tend to be more of a trend follower. Yeah. And so a lot of the times we disagree with each other, but we've always made money together. So it's, it's, a, no, it's because an interesting, we, uh, because markets are dynamic. We, we listen to each other. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. And yeah. if, you know, it's and vice versa. So. Yeah. No, he's made me money, bro. I like his contrarian style. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, just look at the exercise. Like whatever people tell you on the news, it's just there to push your emotions. It's not yeah. real. Just forget it. You know, it's there to make you move in a certain direction. Go there politically. Do this. Buy this. Just think for yourself. And like that, just simple Google search will find that that is not true. Like he's not going to control the farmland in the U.S. So, I mean, you have. Sorry, are you typing something? Yeah, I'm waiting. A lot of, oh, well, you want me to type something else? No, no, because because you have the page up and it, it says it looks like he was working. Oh, yeah, 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 he was working on something. Yeah, uh, he looked like he's working on. So we're all waiting. Like I don't know what no, you're bringing I'm sorry. up. No, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't, how do you get the percentage out of that? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. The percentage, the percentage <laughs> is low. The percentage is you just divide it. You divide oh, okay. the two hundred ninety thousand by the. Oh, two forty. Oh, I did it the other way around. I'm yeah, but it doesn't matter. So no, no, he owns, he's back he there with a fifty thousand times the long division. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. So you owns way more. We just no, no. We already got. We want, we want to know it's how much. Zero 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 two seven percent. Yeah, that's yeah, it. We just want to know how, like, what effect would like he could genetically modify all his animals and it wouldn't matter. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's the that's what we're getting at, right? Yeah, exactly. Such a small percentage. I don't like that he's even allowed to test and do shit. Whenever like somebody tries to scare you, don't be afraid. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. Things are better than ever. Okay? We can go through tough times, but we will always what come back. What about war? Should we be worried about war? Yeah, we should be worried about war. So but all I should be worried about right now is not what's in my food. What I should be worried about now is what my government is agreeing to do to get me off the internet. Yeah. My biggest fear is my what my government will do to me. I have nothing I don't care about I don't care about what a Russian will do to me or what a Ukrainian will do to me, what a German will do to me yeah. because they're so far away. The person who can really damage me is my own government. So that's why I'm worried about. I like that we're saying this. Yeah. I like but this that. is just personal views. Other people love government. They think that it provides a form of safety. I've never liked government. Uh, I don't like people telling me what to do. So I don't like, pe- and I, 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 what I thought the job of the government was. And what is your nationality? I'm Greek. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a rebel I'm by nature. Yes. Surrounded by three, uh, three Greek guys. <laughs> yeah, in the team right it's now. just very rebellious. <laughs> the thing is, government. My view of government might be different than other people's. My view of government is, it's a, it's supposed to be a selfless job that you do in service of the people. And somewhere along, I don't know when it changed in North America, especially. It shifted and you going in government is some kind of a leadership position and you're dictating to people what to do, which is crazy. It's like only a company and your employees, you come in and they're like, what's up, fuckface? But and they're telling you what to do. You're like, what do you, you work for me. I find though your view, it, I mean, not to be uh, insulting, but it's almost like, because yeah. we, we grew up with that thought, but it's a naive idealized version of what it was. I don't think any You don't human, think it was ever I don't think self. ever any human, there's the rare cases you look back in history, you know, a guy like Thomas Jefferson or, you know, like- Oh, a, but you a, know, a but I'm not saying, it, but you, I didn't say this is what it was. I think this is my view of what government, that's what it should be. I know, well, that's the founding not, fathers thought it should be like that. Yeah, yeah that's but, how but, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. Mike, but what you're saying is that that's such a small portion of history. The reality is most of it is tyranny. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's what he's saying. If you, look at, if you look at the US founding fathers, 
like all the men who signed the Declaration of Independence, the vast majority ended either ended up either dead, broke, lost uh, their like, fortune, lost their fortunes. I mean, these guys put everything on the line for that independence and that freedom, which was, I mean, it's such, I mean, we almost kind of, we don't hear about it anymore. And and I I don't know, I feel like growing up, I heard about it so much more. It was a center of attention. It's been forgotten. But I mean, that that story in the the history of humankind is such an interesting. It's so powerful. A powerful story of hope, of uh, of achievement, of dedication, of of risk-taking. It's incredible. And, And a lot of them were young. Like, I think Madison was 20 years old. Imagine a guy, like 20, 23 years old. Some of them, some of them were older, like 40, 43, but... Like, do you believe in the same 20, thing I do, do you, in terms do of what you, government you know should be and what it is? I mean, but th- but we look at the end result. They won. Think about it. Yeah. You're you're in America. You're going you're going up against the biggest military in the world. Yeah. You're like you have you don't have a very unified uh, country yourself. You're all just different states. You have to come together. That you know this this foreign power is going to come now and, and this take you this over. empire of Great Britannia is known for just winning Non-stop. for hundred yeah. plus years. Yeah. You know they can just years. blockade all of your ports. I mean. It wasn't. It's it's incredible that they came out and they won. And, yeah. and when do you ever hear? I mean, someone kind of declare um, independence that way, but with with the principles that they had. We're like, we're not we're not breaking away because we don't like you. It's because we want freedom, we want liberty, we want choice, we want everyone to have equal uh, opportunity. There's and some who wanted to install incredible. a king in America. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like like the Alexander they Hamilton. They still wanted to do that old British style. Yeah, because that's what they were used to. That's what they thought they would have to. But, I, but, but think how how innov- Yeah, exactly. How that, innovative is yeah, that? Innovative. Yeah. Talk. See again, going back to innovation, disruption. It, it could take form. It's very rare, but nowadays, but in, in politics as well. I mean, the U.S. was this incredible new innovation that took hold and it changed the whole world. Just like uh, you know, computers changed the world the past forty years. I mean, America yeah. before the United States, it was monarchy. I mean, monarchy is like a fancy way for dictatorship. You know? Yeah, that's it's, all it is. Yeah, it's just a king. It's just it's a it's a nice sounding. With better you know, clothes, I think. Yeah, you know, so I fancier mean, clothes. And, fancier. and look what that unleashed in the past, like you know, two hundred plus yeah. years is unbelievable. That's true. Unbelievable. That, that, that parallel shouldn't be uh, understated. The fact that we had freedom is the reason we had this innovation. Is the reason that we we don't have to be farmers twenty hours a day. You're preaching the choir. You you free up your time to become a scientist to innovate to create machines. To free up the time to have seven billion people on the planet, yeah. it's not by accident. That's why you it, needed that freedom. It's if to be able that, to do that if it's if that fails, then you could have like a pessimistic view. But as long, as long as you're pushing in that direction, that idea, you know, persists. But now, aren't we at that time where everything is on edge? Even the freedom that we're talking about is slowly, slowly being threatened. Yes, but that's, I, I but think that's, so. That's been the case from day one. Like we were saying, like Alexander Hamilton, you know, wanted to bring a central bank. I mean, it's it, that's from day one. It's always been the as long as you know, it's still. We're still free. You can still, you know, basically live like free people. We're okay. I mean, there's always going to be that challenge. There's always going to be that that devious person who wants to take all the power from themselves. Yeah. But, but again, that, again, like Harry said, that's the fear. You have to be. You have to fight that fear. It's, I think it's human nature to be fearful. You want to protect yourself. But in reality, like I said, as long as that freedom is there, it's a bad bet to be overly pessimistic. So, in your view, we're not in. We're not close to losing any big freedoms, from what you see. Or we haven't lost any big freedoms. No, I'm saying it's. I feel you like have to we're, be vigilant. Yeah, that's how I feel. Vigilant. That's exactly how yeah. I feel too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm not. It's not that I'm on edge, but it's not something I want to sleep on. No. The, there's a famous quote. I, I might be butchering it, but it goes, uh, "The the the tree of freedom has to be watered with the blood of patriots." Every, yeah. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'm butchering it. Okay. But no. he's trying to say that it's not free. This is not the norm. The freedom is as the anomaly. Yeah. And we have to constantly fight against this because the world tends to entropy, like it's the second law of thermodynamics, you know? We tend to entropy, so we have to keep fighting against that so we don't degrade into nothingness. Yeah. So, okay, because I thought he was going to say something different. 
Because when he said, hold on, Pantales, I think it's naive. We've looking. I thought he was going to go the opposite. I thought you were going to go the opposite. Of, we need fucking dictators. But you're saying the same <laughs> thing we are. You're just saying that you're calm right now. That you're, You don't feel like there's danger. It's easy to always be fearful. Yeah. It's easy to always complain. And, and, and one side of politics are going to hate the other. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about in general, like right now, the biggest fear I think for people is that is that the world that we have now, the reason why it's so good and the reason why it's the best time ever is because of all the work that went into getting here. Yeah. So we shouldn't deviate and try to lose all that stuff. Part of it is freedom, freedom of expression, because it'll lead to a dark time that we don't want to go back to. I don't yeah. know, because we could see it around the world. Other people are living our old dark times, yeah. and we could see that it doesn't work, like communism. We could see it. it was tried. We could see what happens, what are the results of it, and what are the results of actual actual democracy, freedom, you know, like a constitutional republic states. We see what the difference is. I don't know why there's so much push in in academia for kids to push in towards that direction when it would be counter to what got them to this point. It sounds good. It's human it nature. Sounds sounds good. Good. Yeah. Human it nature. sounds good. Because if you look, actually, the communists have the best, most recent example of why freedom and capitalism, the best. China was nothing 30 years ago. So it opened it up. You yeah. know, I know they're still under a communist type of uh, political system, but all of their success, which is like historic at the rate of growth that they had, yeah. was because you opened up free markets. They opened up individual cities. Say, okay, you can do it. You can act like a free market. You're still communist, but you could be a free market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went boomtown, crazy. China went from, from nothing to being the world's second power, challenging the U.S. in, in, in a generation. It's unheard. And that's the power of freedom and, and, and free, market cap, free market capitalism. Yeah, I'm with you. Did you, did you see this YouTube clip? I was watching it about this um, like uh, geopolitical analyst, and he goes that China has 10 years left. Before I, they implode, I heard because about the, that. The internals are so bad because communism and all that. Yeah, I heard about that, and there's like it, they go. It, it was able to coexist for a while because they were making money and it was growing, right? But it's kind of like um, having two partners in a business yeah. where one is so good at making the business money, it's growing, but the other one keeps snorting it up his nose. <laughs> After a while, you're gonna get to that median. You're gonna get to a point where the troubles can no longer be hidden by the amount of money that's coming in, and it's gonna take everything down. Yeah. And that's what I feel about China because again. In my head, I, th- I view myself, let's say I'm Chinese. The thing that motivates me the most and the thing that I see around me that's created the most wealth is freedom. Mm-hmm. And not having a fear of someone, the Gestapo coming in here and stopping me. So I can't see how that's sustainable if they continue that form of well, politics where uh, the Alibaba that. guy gets in prison, disappears yeah. for months. Yeah. You can't do that. We just saw it. Uh, the President Z was was trying to crack down like on the billionaires and, and tech. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the stocks imploded. Like the, the second that they put their hand, and, and his reason was like communist ideals to kind of redistribute that wealth. And I think they're trying to like have their cake and eat it too, like yeah. you mentioned. And, and that's why they, they're trying to keep it alive. But they want to, at a certain point, yeah, it comes it comes to a head. You know what I mean? You, it's impossible. You can't well, be, that's, what, that's what he's saying. Like yeah. he goes, like, he wants to still maintain control. And the freedom yeah. means he doesn't have any more control. So he... And lacks the control, and look what happens. Crashes. So it's like that, you're saying the, the, the game between the, the, the guy who snorts coke and the good businessman. You know? Yeah. So who's going to win? That was nightlife here in Montreal for so long. That's what, they would, <laughs> that's what they would do. A lot of businesses, they would go out three years, make money, and then down. Because one, one guy was good at getting money in, uh, promoting and all that. And the other guy was good at spending the money. That good guy should go on his own. <laughs> they never do, though. Yeah. They never do. It's yeah. always that, but same thing with China, right? What they should do is try to... Why? I guess get rid of. I'm saying they may assassinated. <laughs> Try to get rid of the government. It won't happen because there's because the problem is that the government side has the has the force. Who has the guns and the weapons? That's the thing. It has to come from the people themselves. You can't you can't force it on them. You know? Where do you feel? On, where do you stand on social credit? It's the social credit system. Yeah, I think it's uh, awful. It's, okay. the, it's the exact opposite of everything we've been saying. Is is the, the, the foundation of of success? Because we're, we're there, there's little tests happening now. 
You, like, um, yeah, but you see how human nature is? They play on your human nature. If you do this, we will give you five bonus points if you yeah. click on this thing. And then you're part of the system. And then everybody says that, you know, I'll yeah, give you five ha- bucks. It's happening now slowly, slowly in North America. And I'm like, I, I never felt comfortable with it. I'm surprised that so many people are are okay with it. Because it's sold well. See, like, look, exactly. if, if, you're, if you do something, you're going to do something good, right? You're not going to do something bad. No, but I'm, good I'm, based on who? I won't do anything bad. So also, if you're yeah. good, you get rewarded. Why <sighs> would you not want to be rewarded for doing something? So in theory, it sounds... Uh, you know, oh, that's 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 good. Yeah, yeah. You, you get you get points for it's like if I do this, if I just shop like this, I get these points, and then yeah. I can redeem them for extra goods. It's amazing. Win win. Yeah, but you can't think. You know, they don't think of all the the battery percussions. Have you seen the documentary of those guys in China, like the karate guy that was because uh, of social credit, he couldn't even Squid take game? the train. No, 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 no. no. Really you, you never heard of? It? Okay, there was a guy because China believed in all that because you're an MMA guy. That's yeah. why I'm saying you should know this. So there's a guy. I don't know if you could bring it up aside if you could find him. China MMA fighter oh, takes he, on oh, oh he takes on these like Shaolin temple yeah the Shaolin or, temple yeah, guys yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking and about destroys them in like three seconds yeah yeah so so this guy learned he he got access to like North American stuff he learned about the MMA and shit so he learned how to really fight so he's like all these kung fu this is fake he goes this whole with the finger I put you down pressure points like this is some fake ass shit so he started challenging them so he started going to their gyms like Pokemon and he was beating the shit out of these guys to the point where the government said it's anti. Chinese culture, what you're doing, you're kind of discrediting them, even though they should have been discredited, because he's like, look, <clears throat> this is reality. Reality is, these are the styles that can beat the shit out of these fake-ass styles. So anyways, because of social credit, I'm going to sum this all up. Is that the guy's name? So, Zhu Zhaodong. Zhu Zhaodong. The mad dog. Zhu Zhaodong. Zhu Zhaodong. I like saying that. that is that the guy that nice. does the, the, the MMA. MMA, or he does the... Yeah, he's the yeah, MMA yeah. The guy. Okay, okay. Is a Chinese mixed martial artist... Who is known for challenging and fighting fraudulent and traditional martial artists? Yeah, he gained prominence online after he was filmed defeating self-proclaimed Tai Chi master Wei Lai yeah. in 2017. So let me tell you. So essentially, <laughs> what happened? To this guy is they got so mad it was beating these Chinese guys up. You mean the Chinese government got so mad? Very mad. Okay. They asked him to stop. He's like, "What are you talking? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm challenging him to a fight. I'm beating the shit." I said, "You could use your style. I'll use my style." Mm. And I'm beating the shit out of these guys. No rules, no nothing. No rule, just whatever rules they decide on. And the, sometimes I, I think towards the end, he would even decide on rules that would be counter to him to help them and he would still beat the shit out of them. So what happened was because of the social credit, they said, okay, because you're not listening, you're doing that. They had banned him from using, he couldn't uh, rent a hotel room. He couldn't uh, rent a place to stay. He couldn't go on the main train. Oh my God, yeah. that's, that's bad. And they did it to him at a time where he was going to a big city to challenge that guy, the big, it was going to be the big fight. So they said, okay, we're just going to stop from going there. So yeah. what did the guy do? He said, fuck it. He got on the train, I think where the animals go, like in the back of the car, which took forever to get there. So this guy hadn't slept. So he shows up there. He's not allowed to have a hotel. So he's fucking homeless because the social credit system. Shows up tired, hungry, homeless, beats the shit out of that guy. <laughs> and they didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know what to do with him. And this guy's like, on principle, I'm fucking going. Because of the social credit system, they, the guy couldn't, his shit wouldn't work. He couldn't have access to stuff because they didn't like what he was doing. And all he was doing was challenging. Yeah. Another martial art and beating the shit out of him. I hear this. Uh, they're making was it Rocky Eight? This is the plot of Rocky Eight. <laughs> it sounds like it. It's it, but the guy's amazing. That's why he became like a a phenomenon. Rocky but then when China. <laughs> and and people in the beginning didn't understand why the train story happened. They thought like he didn't have money or he's poor, and then they had to explain what social credit is in China. People didn't in the West couldn't wow. comprehend yeah. it. They're like, no, no, not credits. It's social. He's not allowed. He's banned from X amount of time because and people are like, what the fuck. That's what it is. But imagine if they shut down his bank account. You can't pay with your phone anymore. You don't. You're not allowed to use cash. You're gonna starve to death. You're gonna be or, no, or you're gonna be homeless. You know how he said you don't want to have fears. That's why it's it is scary what you're saying. But that's why I try not to think about it in terms of because it's too. You start getting paranoid. Yeah. Because in the beginning here, 
It was the same th- Remember when the Opus card Had come out When was that uh, 2007 maybe Okay Around for, the for early the bus and metro Yeah for taking the bus and metro It's all Now it's no longer A random arbitrary thing That you buy Now it's it's attached to you It has your name It has your address It's oh, your card oh. And you put credits into it Okay When that first happened The big thing That was going around Was like well What if you fuck around And they also They know where you are Because you have to Scan it going in And scan it going out So like so now They know all your whereabouts They can stop you From commuting Isn't that too much power Which in one hand, it is, but at the other hand, it's let's say right now you're trying to find someone who's missing. You know yeah, where, but, but can't you just buy? Like, if you don't want to register your name, can't you, you can buy tickets? That's buy the tickets. thing. You can still buy tickets. You can still buy tickets. So you still have the option to buy tickets. But I'm j- but now they're like you could buy the tickets. I think you put them in your card. I don't know. I don't know how oh, it's still works. They're trying to switch to that, I think, or some shit. Yeah. So you don't have tickets, but uh, you see, so it's the pros and cons. So I understand the fear of what if it was China and they would do this. But here, the way I would think about it now is like. Well, what if someone's missing? What if at least you know where they were? You could find, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's also always, there's good. There's always those stories. There's, there's always, also good. Yeah, but I, it's, a that's what they use. it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's also yeah, good. Yeah. You, I could go the conspiracy route of what if they use it for the most no, but nefarious so, so purpose. What, so, what's your solution? What do you do? It, it, do you still do it because there's something good? Uh, I. That, it comes down to what are you yeah. going to do at the end? Look, personally, I think the solution is make sure that. But you can't make sure of it. I would say make sure that good people are always in charge, but you don't know that for a fact. Because if good people are always in charge, nothing wrong would happen. Because you could, because if good people are in charge, then like let's say my phone, my phone's always listening to me. That's and my phone knows you know where my phone is at all times. Now on one hand you could be like they're fucking following me. On the other hand, if I lose my phone, I could find it. You see, you see what I'm saying? So I'm, go, just, I'm gonna ask you the question again. Yeah. What's your solution? I don't have one. Uh, I, I wish I had a solution. That, to me, the solution is always freedom and choice. If you mandate something, no. Let the guy choose. If you want to yeah. have the phone, have the phone. I'm with you. If you don't want to have the phone, don't have the phone. You don't do something. But give the other option. Of So what you're like, saying. Like you're saying like, a lot of people say, I want to pay with credit card or with, uh, yeah. you know, Bitcoin or and they want to ban cash. Yeah, yeah Why that's do you want to ban cash? Just let them pay with Bitcoin and still have cash. I don't believe in banning cash. Things. Just don't restrict anything well, is my look, view. Look, for example, they didn't have to ban cash. I mean, credit cards with the tap and everything became so yes. easy. No one uses cash anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, like this, the the system should evolve on its own. I mean, like, a very few people use cash. The only reason why I don't want to ban cash is um, because everything that it's all electric. So let's say for something happens, there's a power outage, your phone's dead or whatever. You should be able to pay for like. But I should have access to money if I have money. I should have access to the money to use it for shit. I shouldn't need to be part of the grid. But yes, but, but, the, but the whole argument though for ca- for no cash was that people were scared that you know they won't be able to uh, not be tracked. They lost that that war. Oh, we've been tracked for a while. Now. No, but not just that. I mean, you could still use. There's still cash, but try. What are you gonna go buy a car with cash? You know, they're gonna call the police. Yeah, you can't they, do that. You, you can't do big. Purchases. They're gonna call the police, Poseidon. Uh, that's a good question. Let's check. What if you're a cool ass pimp like Poseidon? <laughs> No, but I mean, Harry, you know, you know, you don't finance. Everything is anti money, yes. anti money laundering laws, and and you know, good reason. So, you know, money laundering is a terrible thing. But, I believe in money laundering. But anyone, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be clean. You know, yeah, dirty, yeah. what do you, what about dirty money, bro? <laughs> no, but he's, but again, the danger is using that as an excuse to go after like people who protest you. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, like the well, they did that with the convoy people. But you see, Matthew's right. Like, what is the, sol- the solution? Is always allow it. Yeah. Never, never restrict. But they did it with the convoy people. Yeah. Among they blocked their bank accounts. Yeah. And, and what shit. about poor people in India when they banned the five hundred and the one hundred uh, rupee note? Oh yeah, that's right. The poor yeah. people—that's all they use. That uh, you just wiped out an economy. Uh, uh, what? What is it? Twenty percent of their economy was like yeah. struggling because that's all they were using. 
that was their mode of uh, exchange. So and it was low, uh, like low uh, denomination. Low denomination, like it's worth like a buck or something. Yeah, but I, I don't know what what the exchange rate was at the time. Um, this was like two thousand eight or nine. I can't remember. Maybe so maybe later. I don't I don't know about the police part, but I know when I was working in dealerships in twenty sixteen, uh, they didn't like selling cars cash or outright because uh, they wouldn't get a kickback yeah. from, from the uh, banks. Nissan Canada yeah. or Nissan Canada or the bank. Uh, yeah, but when I mean cash, I, I don't mean buying the, the the car outright. I mean showing up with a with duffel a duffel bag, bag of, of, ca- of bills. No, they won't call the police. You should be able to do that. Is what I'm saying. You should be able to do that. Yeah, I think you yeah. should be able to. Yeah. But could, I also you think could. you should be able to but find it hilarious <laughs> when someone shows up with two hundred thousand dollars cash to buy a car. Honestly, if I selling cars, <laughs> if I am selling cars, dude, I'm telling like I'm I'm handling that shit real quick. If what? I'm, I'm 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 handling that fast. Like, come in the back room. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. I got a money counter. Go, brr, you know. <laughs> Forget about it, bro. So you told you told the guy bought a hundred thousand, but you told your boss you bought it for ninety five, and you pocket the, the five thousand. No, no, they see everything. They see but it's more right. he's gonna get his commission right away. Cash, exactly. Good. I, I, I find it's the opposite. Let's say I was running, and a guy came in with a, a duffel bag of cash. I wouldn't want his business. It's very suspicious. Why I've, not? No, no wait. Why not, bro? No, you no, take no, if you are super cool dudes. If you pay me with a check, yeah, I still get the money. Yeah, I have no worry. You pay me with a duffel bag of cash. I have to worry that the police come in here tomorrow because you're a drug dealer and. Uh, but drug dealers can sign checks too. Um, then I'm investigated for were you in on the purchase? You'll, you'll pass you, a bad check. No, but uh, hold there's on. many things. Hold on, I have but a it's legal. It's legal it's currency. Legal te- you should yeah, be it's able legal to do tender. It. You should yeah. be able to do whatever you want. I'm, I'm against you, Matt, on this one. It's legal tender. That's <laughs> the. Real money is legal tender. So hold on, I have a question. I prefer the guy. Well, you see what he's saying there. It's a different thing. Like as a business owner, you have the right to also decline his thing. No, you don't. Here's the thing. you? Maybe not. I don't think you should. Because if he's if the way to buy it is let's say ten Canadian dollars, no, but he says, I don't want your business. Hold on, ten yeah, Canadian you dollars. To, you should be able to decline business. But he, here's the line now. You sh- you're saying you should be able to decline, uh, and I agree. No, you I'm should be able to what decline. If, what if the guy? What's rights? the reason? If the guy he's polite, he's everything. But the difference is, yes. he's paying you in cash instead of a card. That's a crazy reason to decline him. If he comes in being rude, arrogant, whatever, then it's your right. But if he's yeah. you have a product, he's like, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you, man. I love this product. I'd like to buy it. Here's my duffel bag full of cash. This is how I no, roll. I don't, have, I don't have the security to, to watch over all this money. Okay, maybe there. If you're like, look, I don't have the security. Yeah. Give me a check. I'm or not talking $10, like $200,000. $200, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying no, it's, it's, uh, then there's an argument to be made of, look, I, I would love to accept it. It's cash. This, it's just that right now if I accept it, I don't have an extra employee. It makes it difficult for me. Who am I going to call? I don't have any to store it. It's too much. Maybe I get robbed when I try to deposit this when I leave tonight. I, I just so that's why that I understand. Yeah. But to just be like cash, that's great. No, I should, well, I'm not, I'm not accept that much in cash or whatever, even if I could store it because it should be checked. Well, no, fuck, it's legal tender. It's fucking money. I love the, uh, I love the small by, businesses by that still way, take only cash. So yeah. just like, I yeah. fucking love that shit. But it's never 200,000. Yeah, no, no, no. Like for my hair, it's like cash only. Yeah. You're just like, I know why you're taking cash only. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like, because they don't like technology. That's the only reason. My, so my they don't like big tech. Can you give them the cash with a, with a, with a <laughs> condescending look on your face or something? No, no. <laughs> I know. I know just He's my Italian barber. I, yeah. I can't yeah. give him a condescending look. Okay. I'm going to get a bad cut. He's going to get bald. Yeah. What are you saying, Platin? Oh, no. And also, if you're selling $200,000 cars and uh, you don't have enough uh, security, that's your problem. We're just using no, a no, random. No, no, no. Like I'm saying, there are cases where I could understand. The guy denying you just because, like, look, the semantics yeah. of this aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had, who was it, bro, that didn't want to drop stuff off or where can I meet you for this? Or even me, let's say, like, we were talking, if you tell me if you buy physical gold, make sure you have a fucking place to store it. Don't tell people where it is, all that shit, right? It's not, like, gold is fine. I think it's going to be worth something in a couple of years, but it's not something that could just go to stores and be like, yo, I got some gold. You know, you have to measure that shit. Same thing with me. So, like, I wouldn't want to leave. Remember the guy that we yeah. had here who the guy came in, he had like $180,000 cash. 
Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and 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 he's like, uh, should I leave it here? I was like, no, don't leave it in the fucking studio, bro. Don't leave one hundred eighty thousand dollars cash and also, in the studio. But why? Yes. Because uh, we have security, but we don't have enough security. So he took it. He left yeah. with it. You know. But remember, yeah, but you could do both. But remember, before the bills are much easier to forge. Like uh, for, yes. at one point, no one won one hundred fifty dollars bills. I remember when I was younger. It was yeah. always like signs. So it's. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like Harry's saying, you don't have to mandate it. If something is superior, people will naturally gravitate to it. That, that the point is, you don't have to force people. to That's do the stuff. thing. I don't want to force That's my solution to like ninety five percent, ninety nine percent of things. I don't want to restrict. Force yeah, the outing of somebody. cash. I like cash. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to force the outing of cash. I like cash. I don't yeah, want to get rid of cash. Have that. Yeah. You should always have no, that option. I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying. The reason it's losing ground is not because it's being mandated, it's because it's gotten easier to pay, easier, safer, less yeah. you know, for, for both parties. It's, it's an easier way to, uh, to exchange. Also, know? most people, the other reason is they don't have money. And I, I mean actual money. Most people are living yes. on credit. I've, I, I heard the report uh, two days ago. I think this was for the States, but I don't know if it applies to Canada. The, uh, this is the highest rate we ever had of people living in uh, credit card debt. Like it's, it's absurd, the amounts. So also the younger generation, same thing. So that's another reason why everyone's using cards. They're not using Interact. They're using their credit cards and they're not paying it off at the end of the month either. That's so another story. That's another story that we should, we as society, look into. I don't know if, like you're saying the government shouldn't mandate stuff. Should the government be able to at least mandate uh, limits of how much interest rate a they credit do. card could charge? Yeah, or, you can't um, go over a 60% a year or something like that. 60% a year of what? Like, you can't uh, charge more than 60%. It's, it's called usury. High? You're allowed that high? You're allowed that? That's insane, yeah. bro. Yeah. I mean, look at credit cards. Oh, that's wild. Like, I think they just raised, what, 29% or that's something? Just, but that's absurd. Yeah. No, but a loan shark can technically loan you money for 50% a year, I think. It's still yeah. illegal. Like oh no way! But still, thirty percent, twenty nine percent is fucking insane. New and business. also, uh, banks charging you money for pulling out money and all that shit. I fucking hate that stuff. No, I think you should charge anything, whatever the market wants. If there's a the market doesn't want to get charged, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, I'm the market. Would we don't like getting charged. Would you rather have a duffel bag of money in the studio? Yeah, right we, now? Ju we just yeah. have no choice because uh, I want my money. Okay, but if nobody else is giving you money, somebody's willing to give you fifty percent, but he can't yeah. like beat you up after. I'm just saying a legal transaction. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't hurt anybody. Any, I say the the limit is no make it uh, non mandatory like uh, make it open, but you still can't hurt somebody. And so you're saying no force. rules. The only rule is no force, and then the rest no, is there are rules. wild west. There are rules like you can't do fraud. You can basic rules that are basic laws like in the Constitution. You can't commit fraud. You can't kill somebody like basic laws. Define fraud. Fraud. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the technical definition is Be, the, the, because there's some shit that uh, I feel like banks do in Canada that is slightly fraudulent. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> With exchange rates, if they, if they, lie, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. say you're going to get this, and then the, in the contract somewhere, they, it's not written that they yeah. can jack up the rate in five years. They or pull whatever. a lot of this shit. Yeah, you can do that, but it's technicalities. They yeah. play on technicalities. Yeah, yeah. That's the, to me, that's fraudulent. Be open. <clears throat> um, well, you know, banker's a banker. Yeah, bank is going to bank. <laughs> yeah, bank yeah, fraud. Bank. He pulled up a fraud definition of fraud. <laughs> <laughs> He's on foot. From ahead of the curve, bro. You're way behind. <laughs> yeah, did you see that Madoff documentary on Netflix? I want to watch good. it. I, I saw the first. I saw the first, I saw the first step. It's, it's pretty good. It's fun. It's like fun. It. You know, I had a client actually uh, the other day. I was where I was on the call, and he was saying, you know, I'm so happy that I've learned to take care of my own money. He's like, I was watching the Madoff documentary, <laughs> and he's like, it's just, you know, yes. and, and and he had so much respect, Madoff. It's like I saw the trailer, but you know, people were, and I remember, you know, people were saying like, just to talk to him was like, he oh, never wow. bought a stock. You know, he was like the Pope. Everybody, oh, can yeah. I kiss your ring? He was like bow down. You know, in the market, if you can deliver exceptional returns, it's it's one of the hardest things in the world to accomplish with, with billions of dollars. With, it's it's like astronomically difficult, and but you see, I mean, the world's uh, you know yes, but fraud up for a reason. You know what I mean? Like like you have to be able to take care of yourself. You should know how to manage your money. You should know how to you know. But even if you know, you can still get, you know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah. still get caught. A lot of sophisticated people get caught yeah. up in Ponzi schemes, you know? Like you have, it happens. 
a lot of sophisticated people get caught up in bubbles. Yeah, I saw the amount of sophisticated people he yeah. had. Oh my God! What did you think about the South Sea bubble the other day? Who, who was um, who was the, the British genius who got caught? No, up it was Newton. Was a, a Newton, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. he got out. Like it, it was going up. I can't I can't like uh, picture. I can't. I don't know the exact levels of when he got out, but he was in early. He got out. I mean, I think he made like two, three times his money. Who's this? With the, with the, um, the Newton the bubble, you know Newton, the, the Isaac famous, Newton, uh, Isaac, the Isaac Newton. Yeah. So the, the South genius. Bumble, a genius. Yeah, yeah, he was part of a Ponzi scheme. So so he got well. It wasn't a Ponzi scheme, but it was it was a company that went par- the South Sea bubble. They had special rights with the British Empire to like conduct trade in the South Sea. Okay. So it was one of the first like corporations like everyone could buy and sell. It's like stock market like version one, and so it started to go because they did well. They beat the Dutch and all that. So yeah, like, yeah. with this bowl, so he bought when it was low. He made like two three times his money. He says, "Oh great, I'm I am a genius." <laughs> all of his friends then started to buy. And, and he right, had pulled right, out. Right, yeah, no, but right. the bubble kept going, yeah. like way past where he would. Way, way but he pulled out. Yeah, he pulled he out. exited. Okay. Then he got then, back in near the top, <laughs> and he lost all of his money on the on the. Oh, but then after eventually guy. ended up popping. But it's 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 psychology of, of psychology. human beings. That's the market. It, it, genius. If you're a genius, you're gonna lose because you always want to be right. It's not about being right. Yeah. Like that's another thing. A lot of traders blow up their accounts. They go in. I think I have to be right. I don't want to take my stop loss. Like yeah. Maddie was saying. Do you think beginning. I only made money because I'm a dipshit? No, I'm not saying I'll that. Because I'll allow it. I'm not saying that. No, but Tra- I'm saying, trading is not about being right. Correct. If you think I'm going right, you're going to lose. You have to say, I'm going into it with a plan. What, I'm, what am I willing to lose with this trade? I'll lose it. I'll take it. I don't let it go past that and go, oh, it's going to come back. Because if it does come back and you get out break even, that is the worst lesson. Because the next time yeah. you're going to lose even more money. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's gonna ha- you're going to get caught. So the thing is, is like- My plan was to ask the professional. Uh, I took what you told me and then that's how I made money. I went against my better judgment. You also lost money. I gave you a, a, a yeah. bad tip too. Yeah, but, but overall, you didn't get out when you you didn't have the stop loss. I'm gonna hold it. Right? Well, no, there's no reason to get out. I'm not gonna well, pull I'm, out twenty dollars, bro. It's gonna cost me ten dollars well, so, to get that twenty. No, but it's the what principle. am I gonna do with eleven dollars? Like, no, but there was a saying, reason why I left you put, it. In if there. you put a thousand bucks and you say I could only lose a hundred, then it's down a hundred. Go, ah, it's gonna come back. It goes down nine hundred. Wait, wait, you don't remember so, what happened? Yeah, bro. It, this was a day. The next, so I, I put in. The next day was worthless. It was, I, that's why I told him. I go, yeah, yes, yes, it was. And I, yeah, yeah, and I even, and dude, and he even said, he goes, this never happens. It, it was literally, it was, it was li- in a day. And I was like, bro, is this real life? Because I even asked, I go, should I put more money in now? Is this gonna bounce up? It didn't. It just collapsed. How do I buy more? But there was no way he could have. There was no way. You know what the return would be? Yeah, there was no way he could have known. It literally it was doing this. It was. The, he's like, yeah. So this, and it just. Like what the fuck's going on? I go, this is impossible. Okay, jokes aside. <laughs> okay, this is true. Uh, it was it was Orcana. Okay? Yeah, it was Orcana. Yeah. Okay, it was a stock. It was a silver stock. But I told him you shouldn't buy. You should buy a basket of. Uh, oh, what is it? Arcana, it was a junior. You get it delisted. Yeah. No, it's gonna go bankrupt. I think there's. It's still around well, it somehow. Was, no, but but the company, the company, the company was like at 66, 60, 70, 80 cents. Yeah. I bought it around then. It went up to a dollar, dollar twenty. Yeah. So make my taking some some profits. And That's what I no, came no, in. No profit. <laughs> He came in like about ninety cents a dollar. I go no. get, get out if it goes back down, you know. And he didn't get out. Keep going down. But if there's no way, I didn't have time yeah, to get but, out. But what do you mean? No, it wasn't a dollar. It wasn't the next day. Was it wasn't like. <laughs> Hold on, I'll show you right now. The chart. There's no way. <laughs> I'll show you right now. Beside it, go on. Go on trading view. Go on trading view. Uh, where do you see that? Uh, type, Just trading type view. In trading Let me tell you what I bought it at. Let me tell you what I bought it at. <laughs> type in trading view. Beside it. Let me tell you. That was one time. The rest it was all right, so it made it made money. Yeah, but I, uh, you uh, overall, diverse, I'm, I'm you had to diversify it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to put you it into a basket. Do a, you should do a commercial. What Most I of the time, my financial advisor is right. At one time, 
And the next day, everything went to zero. No. Besides that, <laughs> there's no way he could have, bro. I don't know who could have prepared for this. Why? It's yeah. in there. Yeah. Type in uh, what's the Arcana symbol? Arcana. A U N, but in in Canadian. So put A U N, and look at the Canadian flag. Yeah, the second one. Yeah. I hit launch chart. The blue the blue button. Okay. <laughs> it's worth eighteen dollars. Go, go, right go back. Go, go you, scroll, use your mouse scroll, to scroll, scroll. Look, yeah. it went to one one twenty. You see where I got in at sixty and all that. It went up to one. You said that's okay. So it was the next day. Was it? Was oh, that here? No, no, he got in at. Was it the drop here? No, no, he got. No, in I got in at a, a fucked up oh, drop got dollar. In here, a dollar. No, 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 a dollar lower, lower. Ah. There, but in the beginning when it was oh, going I'll up, show you so he was he was profitable at one point from one to one twenty. No, I was not profitable. Yeah, it went from one to one twenty. No, maybe I hadn't gone in yet. I mean, just look at the chart. You just oh, the zero part. <laughs> then it goes back. But look yeah. how look how long it took. It took like uh, yeah. three four months. Okay. But this look cost. who you have to stop. Okay, out. average what, what cost. Happened? I bought it. What happened? I bought it. Why is it a penny? No, because I bought it at ninety-seven cents. That's when I bought okay, it. Okay, dollar. Ninety-seven cents, <laughs> and now it's worth one cent. Yeah, because you <laughs> held it. You held it all the way down. It's a perfect lesson. You have to get out when you're supposed yeah. to lose X amount. It went like me, I got minus out. Minus five cents. No, no. Okay. listen, bro. It can't go up minus five cents. You know what? You know what the funny part is on that yeah. side. I I bought uh, like five million. He actually made money on that. At like half a penny. Okay, and I got out of one penny. I made more. I made uh, the old Franco trade. Yeah, that's it. Like, and but but there was like fifty million on the bid, so okay. I could easily get out. You know, would you buy it on one of the? Uh, ECNs? Oh my god! What uh, I had the dark the pool. Stock. Yeah, the dark that's what I'm uh, saying. Pool, the right. funniest thing that could happen it, that's how, more funny that, than is there this. Still, uh, some good activity these days on, is if they on find silver. No, no so but in general, on on the Dude, uh, yeah, could you imagine? I bought. I bought. If this explodes, hold on. Could you imagine getting in? A silver company. was this? I like dollar. Back in 2013, a buck fifty. All these, all these, I mean, all these I mean, gold the intraday trade, the day trading we used to sometimes. Like, um, look at uh, Fission three point oh. Put uh, FUU. Um, yeah, put uh, what's FUU. That, what's that at these days? Look at, look How at. do I use this? Just go, just, just, just go on it and just type it. So yeah, yeah, I made it. I made it. Oh, a lot no, of money. This is the wrong. That's also another bad call he gave me. FUU. Gave me self fission before it exploded because he didn't know it was going to explode. Was it a bad call for Harry and Warrens? I was laughing all the way to the bank, P. Our Aris Warrens are back in the money. Are some of them? Yeah. I, I, mine are. I bought them. I right, press. F. Yeah, well, yeah, a, a, uh, put F U U. Type F U U. Yeah, type F U U. There you go. Go to Canadian one on top. Click Fission on the first core, one. 3.0. Look what happened from de- November, December. Well, oh, damn. Look okay. at the volume. See what I bought it at 15. Out at 30, what, what 30 to 40. What uh, spike did Discovery. Yeah, Discovery. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Look, look at the spike up in the beginning. The first, the first green spike, okay? This one? No, no, the no, right. big green one. Yeah, the first one. Look, yeah. that's after the discovery. You could have bought it at there. Yeah, seventy cents. Anytime there, twelve and a half, and you got out at uh, whatever. Very nice. And it's 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 legit. It's oh, seven like, cents. I mean, sorry. This might still grow, by the way, Poseidon. Like this is uh, the they're doing. They're actually now. doing things. But that's kind of what he was talking about. Companies that actually do things as opposed to like. But look, but look at lesson in trading. The first green spike. Look at the volume increase on the first green spike. That's when you buy. It looks like oh, I bought. It. I can't buy it. It went from like eight cents to twelve and a half. But look at the volume. Wait, how do After you know? Where, where, where do you see the volume list? The bottom. The bottom. Uh, Those um, green and uh, red at the bottom. At the bottom. Bars. You see the green and red bars? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as you see a spike in volume. With a breakout. At lows. Coming out of extreme uh, <laughs> basing. So the times like, when I really like lost. Trading 101. When I really lost money. Well, really. Like the, the ones that lost for me was uh, weed and um, the silver. Yeah. So like right here at the end, like here. But again, you have to be disciplined. You have to get out when it goes down. Take your loss. That's the lesson. You gotta take the L, yeah. So like let's say. Otherwise you're like a cowboy riding everything up and down. Mm-hmm. So let's say we see a big spike in volume. Yeah, right. Like let's, I mean, say, here, Shopify. let's say tomorrow, right? right? Or let's say Monday, January No, 16th. but look Poseidon, look before. Look at before. Okay, before that big spike. Look how, look how it was basing out before. Yeah. All yeah, those. Yeah. Basing out, no big spikes, doing nothing, right? It's dead. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm not in it then. It's useless then. After well, the spike and the, and the huge when discovery. You, when you see on the 21st, when you see that look first at that volume, volume spike. Yeah, I'm in. You're, ah, he went in hard. When you see a big spike in, in volume selling, yeah. The red line. No, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. Okay, no. never mind. Well, in the right context, it matters. Yeah. Well, you know what would have been amazing, it, though? It, the, it, was a, it was a consolidation day. You and see that first. to be read by like a penny. Yeah. You, you know like what would have been amazing? Nothing. You see that first green line? Yeah. Had one of his moves been to text me? <laughs> <laughs> that would have yeah. been fucking yeah. amazing, bro. Let me tell you a little lesson there, Pete. Like, you don't think it's going to get that high. I was selling that and I had warrants on top of that. So out for your arrest? Like <laughs> <laughs> when I made so because much money. Because he didn't tell you. Because <laughs> you didn't tell him, bro. <laughs> I called him Marshall, bro. He's withholding important information. This is 911. Uh, 911 operator. How may I help you? Yeah, look, uh, my stock guy, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's busy making money. Forgot to tell me. So get off the line. This for but emergency. he's had some good fucking ideas the last couple of years. Oil, when everybody hated oil. Like he, he's, he's had some fucking, um, yeah. So, so you guys are a good pair. Oil, I got into oil like early, like in, him? Uh, October 2020. No, he got in later, but he got in at the right time too. Like when it, consol- it, it, it was consolidating. And he was saying, oh, the, the, the dynamics are amazing for it. Mm-hmm. And he's correct. So he bought it, at, and he didn't. Buy, and he didn't just buy it just like that. He bought it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's just after the move uh, was going to happen. You know? That's the, the the crazy thing about markets, and this is what I always tell people. Like I always give the example. Like we used to trade. Sometimes we'd be trading the same stocks during the day, and like oh, we both made money. Yeah, when did you buy it? I bought it at nine thirty. I sold it at ten. Oh, I bought it at ten. I sold it at eleven. Oh, then I went short at one. I bought it back at two. Oh, I went short at two and I sold. I bought it, and we all made, but all at different points. So like, but y'all made money. Everyone has different systems. Day, day trading. The day trading days. Back in those back yeah. in those years, like those years fun ago. fun times. Yeah. How was that working for banks instead of working for yourselves? It was weird having someone over your head. You know what? No, oh, they gave us they gave us autonomy. Great. They gave us autonomy. Yeah, basically, you not know, a big account, but they gave us autonomy. You can't lose this amount of money. Besides that, make money however you want. So, I mean, it, nowadays it's hard to get. Yeah, so you can't. Like that. that doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't really exist that way. Oh, really? Back then, anymore. that was kind of like the tail end of the old school. Yeah, like we were market makers. We had stocks we were responsible for, and then the rest it was like just trade and make as much money as you can. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It was it was great times. Yeah. I mean, and like, you, we could do day trading. We could hold like whatever, I, I whatever you want, I, whatever you wanted. As long as you didn't breach your risk uh, parameters, yeah. you're free. Which is you have to learn risk first. Yeah, forget about the wins. Like, this yeah. is good to see the wins, but you don't see the losses too. You, like, you have to oh, yeah, overall. You have to losses. go up. But see, that's again that it's a professional's mindset. The bank said, okay, look, make as much money as you want, but just don't lose yeah. X number of dollars, so or we're fucked, or you're out. You're, you're fired. <laughs> That was the one way to get fired is you lose too much money, you, you break your risk. And, and a lot of people did. Yeah. We were one of the few that remained. Like they would hire, they would like interview when I, when I, got, when I got on in the uh, end of 2005. Um, when did you come in, Matty? January 08. Okay. So Be- beautiful year for financial markets. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah trial by fire. I was, I was profitable. I had a good yes. year. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, was, I was profitable too, actually buying. Buying these See, bear market rallies. Me too. I, I always say I, I rarely shorted in 08. There's some yeah. of the bad breaks, but I typically yeah. was playing long. I was, I'm, oh, better, I'm better going long than going short. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. But anyways, the point we're trying to make is that it's, it's, uh, it's risk first. We have to look at how much you can lose. And a lot of the people, they were, they were interviewed 100 people when I went on. I think they hired three and I was one of them. And then I was the only one who, who left, who survived. I the was, the, I was the last to be hired. That's what no it is. No one was ever hired after me. Yeah. So they eventually yeah. closed, uh, like what, six, seven years later, they closed the branch. Yeah. So it's, it's not easy. It's a, it's a tough, uh, yeah. 
It feels not tough, especially because it's not your money. You're risking someone else's and you and, and hey, it's just, tied just into your job. Poseidon, just, just click on the thing. Get out of that. Well, you don't have to join for free. I don't know about you, Harry, but How I found... I this? Join for free else. or click behind it. Yeah. I am. Join for free. Click. Okay, join for free. All right, don't join. Okay, don't join. Go back. But I, I found... I don't know how you felt because before going to the bank, I was young. I just graduated university my first job. I just trade my own money. So if you if I lost money, it was my own problem. And you know, it's you have a bit of like, you know, you don't have to worry about someone watching you. I found even though I was trading the bank's money at first, the fact that I knew I had someone watching me, like, oh, he's not making money, like, or you have to you have to make money. I found that a bit difficult at first. Then you get used to it, the trade profile. How, how did you find when um, that dynamic? I understand what you're saying, but I felt great in the beginning. Because I, I was it ain't my in, money, bitch. I coming in with a plan and I knew exactly what I was gonna do. And uh, yeah. Well, but you but you had but trained before at, at Hydro. So you had, I was you had I was training. I was a power trader before. I was trading power. Uh, how do you elect- trade power? Electri- electricity, not power like that. Yeah. Electric. How do you trade electricity? It's uh, it's a closed market. It's like over the counter. But you buy megawatt hours. You buy blocks of megawatt hours, like fifty megawatt hours, hundred megawatt megawatt like hours. You're saying there's no exchange. You have to like call up and make deals with the different. Back markets. in the day, this was like uh, yeah. the year 1999, 2000 to like 2003. And you're giving trade. them energy. Huh? No. Um. You you trade energy. Like I, I was in charge of uh, a charge. I was, uh, my area of expertise was PJM, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland. I, I was like a junior under, under um, I forgot his name, Mr. Allen. He, he, we have area, power, power areas in the Northeastern United States. And I worked for Hydro-Quebec US technically, okay? And we were shipping our power into the US, selling it at the best rates. So that's the first time like Hydro-Quebec turned into like a real, Power company before Profitable it was a stodgy, boring utility. After that, they became like an Enron type. They, but I better, was going to say better. they were probably inspired by Enron. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! They, they brought in U.S. leadership to change because they, at that point they were making twenty five dollars Canadian per megawatt hour, long range twenty five year contracts, and that's it. The moment that the, the things changed, they were making fifty to hundred dollars U.S. per megawatt hour, variable with no long term contract. So they can just at that point they were selling their power, dumping it into the U.S. Before. These guys, the operators who were, who were working in the La Grande, uh, what was it, La Grande? I can't remember the names. It was so long ago. The power, the power stations, the dams up north in James Bay, they were saying, "What's going on? We're working twenty four seven. Before they weren't, they weren't working at all. It was very <laughs> that rare, excess you know? capacity. Yeah, they, they didn't there, work. Yeah. They didn't. We didn't work in the summertime because it was nothing, you know. But then we're, they had to because we're dumping all our power in the summertime in the states because of air conditioning. That's their peak time. So we were like, they were working overtime. But Hydro Quebec was starting making money. The, the, the water was going down in the level in the dam. <laughs> oh, God, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, they were making a, 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 a crap load of money. Yeah. Killer. It was, it was amazing. Are they it a was, profitable company? Yeah, they're making money. Billions. Okay. Yeah. God damn. You know, I think it's the, 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 it's the jewel in the Quebec uh, crown. Yeah. The government uses them to, they make money and then the government takes that money for their, pro, for their uh, programs. Because the government owns it. And we also had a nuclear plant, Jeancy uh, 1 and 2, I think. Uh, when I was there, they were closing down Jeancy 2. We had nuclear power in Quebec. They're still the one in Ontario, eh? What's, uh, what's in that Ontario? Called? They changed at the time. Ontario was a basket case. They needed Quebec for power, and oh, we, used to, we used to rape them. We, uh, there was a, I can't remember this guy. Like uh, this guy, well, I, I forgot his name. Term? How much you charge? Oh, yeah. How much you charge rape, New York? Twenty five dollars. What about us? Forty seven. <laughs> yeah, would say, you need this power. Oh, you need this power. Oh, we're going to charge you a thousand dollars a megawatt for the next three hours. <laughs> Bro, no it's wonder they hate right? us. Yeah, you're the no, reason why they no, hate no, us, no, and no I'm okay wonder. with it. I'm okay no, with they it. Cha- they changed. They changed. Ontario now went at the time they were a basket case. Then they sa- decided, guys, we're a basket case. We can't keep yeah. getting, you know, charge this kind of money. We're losing a lot. Got to make so our they, own. they went nuclear. They couldn't do anything else, right? So they went nuclear. It was a fast build. And now a lot of their grid is nuclear and they're like self-sufficient. They can't. Wow, they have nuclear not, in Ontario. Why? Yeah, why? The majority. Right? They can't do hydro? 
No, you, hydro could only be done specific in the specific area that it's there. Yeah. If you don't have hydro, if you don't have like a a dam, you can dam or like a, a river that can. Besides, like the Sahara Desert, perfect place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hydro, <laughs> hydro, <laughs> I see. He's a visionary. No, because Ontario has a. Yeah, Ontario is thinking of converting Niagara Falls <laughs> into <laughs> what is? Yeah, Niagara Falls <laughs> a hydro dam. Niagara Falls is hydroelectric. Yeah. I know. I saw the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I went to visit it last summer. Oh, yeah? No. Nice. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to some of my kids. It's all like the small, uh, you know, go-karts and stuff nearby. They oh, yeah, loved it. Good. Yeah. It's, right. it's Vegas for retarded people. <laughs> I didn't like it. Over, so, so, over, so not overhyped. Good. Not good. Okay. Overhyped. They have their own police force. Niagara, yeah. Niagara? Yeah. I mean, it makes but sense. What color are their police uniforms? I don't know. They look the same, but they're, they're, they're clearly Niagara cops. Okay. They can't do anything. So you messed with them? Yeah, I would park wherever I wanted. People were like, oh, and I was like, it says no park. What are they going to do? And I would park, leave, go do our stuff, come back. There's nothing you could do. You're giving Quebecers a bad name. And if you leave me a ticket, I'm not going to pay it. This isn't a real place. He's an instigator. He's an, that's why he's, he's an instigator. <laughs> I see why you want personal freedom and autonomy. Not damn right. <laughs> this is why we can't have personal freedom and autonomy. <laughs> I'm ruining <laughs> in this picture. Yeah, no, uh, I, 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 Niagara Falls, I think, is overrated. But you have to see it. Somebody has to see it like at least once in their lifetime, right? Like I didn't have to see it. I saw it and I was like, I didn't need this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would have died happy not Greece seeing Greece is this. better. No, no, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just, what is this? just fucking... It's a thing. It's, it's a, a thing. It's a waterfall. Damn, yeah. hey, waterfall! I don't give a shit. Why am I getting wet? It's so stupid. Do they go over the... Who's, is it, who's the guy that went over the, the falls with the... Uh, there was, with a the guy, who was a guy. Who, oh, there the was barrel? a guy. They told me the story there who uh, got sued because he tried to commit suicide. Oh. And Wait, what? He didn't die. Oh. And they sued him for that? Yeah, they sued him for that. Because you, mean huh? you, mean you should have died? You mean find them? Find no, them? I heard they sued him because, uh, well, it ruins the whole, you know, you fucked up a whole day or two of people <laughs> doing stuff. And then he jumped off again. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has mental problems and you made it even worse. Yeah, yeah. Oh my so, God. yeah. I think he he accomplished his goal the second time around. <laughs> yeah, there's little things like that. Tell me there's a lot of people that try to kill themselves here. Oh. They're all like, it's excessive. Yeah, so if ever you see someone like running and they have a jet ski and they're holding it or whatever, you got to, it's like, well, yeah, there's a guy with a jet ski. <laughs> You're not supposed to jet ski there. That's phase one. Why would you look at him for a while? Like they were, they had like all <laughs> kinds a of paraglider. Yeah, they had all kinds of signs of people that might want to kill themselves. And they were all very obvious signs. <laughs> like these are not signs. That's like the guy's deliberately telling you, I'm going in there. I'm going to kill myself. Or I'm going to try to get a video or whatever. Yeah, that's sad though. Yeah, it's sad. And, but everything was a little run down. Yeah, I know what you mean. It felt like you ever play Fallout, the game Fallout? No. It felt like it felt like it was doing good in the seventies, and then we forgot about it, and we just unearthed it. It kind of felt like that. Okay. It felt like it was from another time, and they hadn't taken, they hadn't future proofed it. It's like Wally World. You know what I mean? Like you know, you, from you, like you, uh, uh, old reference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like they haven't taken care of it. Like things were a little too run down, a little too seventies. Okay. Like, it works now, and it'll always work. Like, that's how it felt. They didn't future-proof shit. No innovation. No, no innovation at all. No, no. What are you going to innovate? It works. It's a cash cow. People are buying the merchandise. The falls work, yeah. The falls work. <laughs> yeah, people are buying the merchandise. They're taking the photos. They're buying the shitty food. The hotels. What are they, why would you change? It's working. So you think you think it makes money, like, as an attraction? Like you, yeah. There was people. Like, does SeaWorld make, an, make money? Yeah. Know, these kind of attractions? Yeah, S-E-A-S. You can bring up the... SeaWorld makes money? Yeah. People go. Yeah, it's something to do. Yeah. It's something to do. A lot of these mouth breathers, bro, they, they don't do anything else. They just, they go see things. Hey, your daughter in a few years, she's an <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You'd have to bring her all the Why are you laughing? SeaWorld. Sea did you type C? Did he you type the letters? Can't, the, uh, he can't go on... Uh, TradingView.com. It's the same thing as last time. SeaWorld. Uh, SeaWorld stock. SeaWorld space stock. 
S E A S stock. I don't like SeaWorld though because they're they're enslaving these animals. Yeah. I was laughing because a lot of these hey, mafias. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? They're just going to go another stock things. is going to uh, another stock. Uh, <laughs> beside. Picturing a bunch of people going. Oh. Uh, well, because they're you know what I mean. Like you, if you I don't know, know, if just, you don't do, you're going to see. It's a funny visual. To yeah. Me. Okay. Uh, sea World right now. Let's see uh, a whole year. Okay. Well, like everything else, it's down, but. Yeah. It Five years. But it's doing good now. Look, it's coming up. Oh, 2020. There dips, it is. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> the animals were sick or something. 2020, there's a huge dip. What's going on there, guys? <laughs> Imagine in five years, besides like, dude, I started looking at the stock market. Bro, did you know 2020? Bro, I don't know what the fuck happened. I think it's a conspiracy. But all these stocks went down, bro. <laughs> I think a bunch uh, of traders got dude, together and fucked shit up. Dude, in 2020, there's a stock of a company that... <laughs> From forty dollars USD dropped down to like three dollars USD. Okay, and I knew this company well, and I should have bought. That's the story of anyone. Everyone, yeah. Everyone dude, I sh- dude, I'm sure you can, you, name, uh, you can say the you name. You can say the name. You can say the name. Like, uh, like a- Avis Budget uh, oh, Grant yeah. the Corporation. Oh, yeah, yeah. They skyrocketed yeah. to three hundred and fifty dollars. <sighs> well, look at Carvana, CVNA. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's now nothing. Right? Yeah, from like. <laughs> That is a bubble. That's worse than uh, that was worse than uh, GameStop. Is it like the cruise ship bubble? No, no, no. Carvana is the uh, uh, used car. I was down to I think five or three. It came back. You see, from five to three, you made a what? Sixty percent return. Yeah, it's almost a two hundred percent return. Oh shit! (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, they want to automate the used car market. Basically, you could just sell your car through an app, and they pick it up. And after it's like these giant car vending machines in the states, we could just go and like say, "I'll I'll buy the car," and you have a week to try it out. Oh fuck, that's so cool! Yeah, and it was doing amazing. The problem is they replenished all of their used car inventory like at the peak, and now used car prices crashed. And so it's they're doing so well, so they kept trying to buy used used car prices crash. I thought used car prices are still high. No, No, they crashed uh, year over year. They're down like fifteen percent right now. Besides, is that true? Maybe not here. Well, Maybe general, not here, dude, because they're still... Uh, yeah, they're, they're down here, too. Because yeah. Poseidon was losing his mind looking at used cars. Dude, the Honda Accord that's uh, five down. years what, old. Wasn't Poseidon in that for... business? Huh? Wasn't Poseidon in that business? Yeah. Stealing, yeah. Car- stealing cars. Stealing cars, Rental cars. Stealing cars, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> rental. rental. I, was, I was stealing cars also. Uh, if you type in uh, used car prices, uh, y- why or why? Year over year. If it loads... Oh, there you go. If you look at news, if you go to news at the top to see some recent, uh, bro, the internet here, fourteen percent down, fifteen percent. Yeah, Poseidon, can you go uh, type in just because I know my car last year they were, they were trying to buy it for like twenty thousand dollars, remember? Yeah, and I didn't sell it. Go look. Check uh, out Auto Trader. I love. Yeah, this. I yeah. love this app. My Ford uh, Fusion. I think, it, I think it's down twenty eighteen, yeah, sure. but I didn't sell it even though. It, How they much were, did they want to buy it for? Twenty thousand. I didn't. S- was it 2018? 2018. Uh, in Quebec, they're not done. Here's the thing, bro. Uh, okay, just check. Just check while we talk. Because a, a lot of the a reason. Lot of, uh, yeah, yeah, while it's, no, while it's loading. Yeah, I'm but I'm already talking. Time. Oh, I'm Because re- <laughs> uh, the reason was I had a situation where I owed. I didn't owe any money. Like I owed less on the car. So I could have made. But I'm like, well, why? I basically own this car. It's fine. Even if I make a bit of extra cash selling it, I have to go buy a new fucking car, yeah, but which they were too why. hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't benefit me. The price was good, but I was like, I'm going to end up in a You see, in, you see in the, the, the dilemma? I was fortunate. Yeah. You know what happened to me? You sold. You had to sell it. Oh, I, I, I bought a new car last March. I went to go last March to buy a car, so I put a deposit. I'm, I'm getting taking delivery next week, actually. So it took a whole year to get it. But 
as part of the, the negotiation, I'm like, okay, you're going to trade in my car, but I want you to lock in this year's price. Yeah, that beautiful. Price. It's like, okay, my, at that time, they were dying for used cars. I'm like, fine. I said, but just next year, you have to guarantee this price. They said, okay. Oh, no, no, idiots. It it's like, uh, <laughs> I always tell, I tell Cynthia, I'm like, we, at least we top tick the used car market. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> fucked they, they have dropped a bit. How much is mine now? Uh, 16, how much seven. mileage do you have? 60. But see, this is what they're offering. So yeah, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. get less than that. So Hold on. Let's look at a 20, another 20. Little private seller. Dude, but they're going cheap 2020s. I'm going to buy one. Fuck. Yeah, just buy one. God damn, yeah. If they're cheap now, this is the time. So our car is making a comeback. Ford Fusions. But they don't, make, they don't make Fusions anymore. Didn't they? Didn't Ford stop all cars so except the That's Mustang? what they said. I don't know. Hold on. I want to see fucking. Oh, you think it's because it's rare it's going to be even higher, the price? No, no, no. 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 I don't. I don't know if Ford Fusions are going to be collectible. Yeah, I don't think well, Ford Fusion. Not, not, not I don't think a Ford Fusion is the collectible car people are looking for. The 2018 Ford Fusion but is they're what the collectors are. are. They're good cars, but I don't think that's the collector vehicle. That <laughs> oh, it's not in black. Uh, I had a, it's not in black. Uh, I had a Ferrari 458. How much do they want to buy it? For 20. <laughs> it hasn't budged. Still 20. Look at this. Imagine you got more money. SE, Sport Edition. Yeah, I have the SE. You had a bit of a higher model. This is the Titanium. is going for 25.5. SE is going this one. This guy is price gouging. This guy is Arab. Okay. Um, oh, so I can still get around 20. Yeah, you can still get around 20. Yeah, in Quebec, they haven't dropped. They, the Why, though? don't give a fuck here. How stupid. A lot of it, I don't know. I honestly don't fucking know. A but, lot there, of, but there's a dilemma. Like if It's like with with housing. The house price, let's say your house went to like a, a million dollars. What happened? Phil, see, Phil lives the dilemma. He talked about yeah. it on the podcast. Oh, he did? Okay. Because he sold. When it was high, yeah. but then he had no place to buy because everything buy fucking high price. Yeah, so, so you're, you're not benefiting. You yeah, know? so he ended up. Actually, uh, you're just paying the uh, the selling commission yeah, yeah, and, and all yeah. of this, and yeah, it, f- it fucked him. Uh, he learned that lessons too. He l- 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 let's say a five year Honda Accord was baffling to me. Five year old, five year old Honda Accord. Uh, Thirty thousand. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Let's uh, five years is uh, what twenty seventeen. That's twenty nineteen. No, t- twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Uh, let's say twenty eighteen. And this is just Quebec that's still yeah. gouging. Quebec is very weird. Are you yeah. able to just go out of province, buy a car, and come back in? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to, I think, re- uh, Actually, I think price. Look, look no, at this Maddie. one has a... Look at BMWs here compared to Alberta. 200,000 kilometers. Yeah, but you have to replate when you come here, though. You have to pay, like, the... Uh, you, have to, you have to register it and stuff. Look at the different prices. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Massive, massive difference in price. Yeah, but you have to go out. You have to, you have to drive to Alberta. Actually, prices are dropping a little bit. Because the Honda... factor in the plane, the hotel stays, the gas... I like to go... I never been to Alberta. Yeah, yeah, I like to go to Alberta. I've never been there. I've been there. I was. Yeah. I have a lot of family there. Oh, family in Alberta. A lot. Oh, really? there, uh, there are a lot of Greeks in Alberta. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't think that was. I know that was the case. Yeah. But you know what? I remember. Oh, Calgary. Uh, Edmonton. But I have Edmonton. family in Calgary too. But most of them are in Edmonton. Yeah, and I know Greek in Calgary. You know, it was a good in two thousand eight. Remember when the Canadian dollar was at par? Two thousand eight. Yes. It was, like, or even a bit above. Yeah. I remember. I was gonna do it, but it didn't last long enough. And I was, I was a kid. I didn't have the money to do it. But they had like you could have bought like Porsches in New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah, cars are cheap at, in the, at the states. U.S. price. It was like it was like minimal modification to bring you yeah. here. And you were, and but they were still like at a twenty percent discount. Yeah. And there's no sales tax in New Hampshire, so it was like it was like win win. I remember I was like studying it and looking into it. After like three four months, like the Canadian dollar like crashed. I was like, okay, the opportunity. It tends to do that. So I'm gonna give you yeah. guys an example. If on the ever cars. the Canadian dollar. No, no, we get it. Bar, we moved past this already. I'm doing it. Okay, so that's what's happening now. I didn't, uh, at least the structuring, do you think it has anything to do with the supplies, like actually getting cars back in? Because yeah, now new cars are available exactly again. Just let the market work. Yeah. We're stopping it from working. We should never have these problems. Fucking guys. All right. Well, look, I kept you long enough. I really appreciate this. I think people learned a lot. I learned a lot. So hopefully they did do it, unless they weren't fucking listening. Um, big thing here is don't be scared is what we're telling people. 
but be safe with your money. Um, tech looks bad, doesn't look bad. One of you is saying go to it. The other one's saying watch out. So I don't know where we're going to end up with that. That's going to be at the people's discretion to do what they want. Personally, I just ask you or I'll fucking send him a message. That's my goal. <laughs> no, but like it doesn't really matter if you follow your risk management rules. If yeah. you're wrong, get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're right, let it ride. That's how, that's how it works. I mean, you can literally flip a coin 50-50. I'm going to buy or sell. If you follow risk management rules, you should come out on top in the end. Overall. Yeah. Sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. Yeah, because yeah, the truth is overall, even when I lost, because I his big stuff I followed, and overall I made money. Mm -hmm. So even though I lost sometimes, uh, overall I made money. So what I would do if I was people watching or listening right now, go to the description, go to the links. Uh, both these guys, I have all their stuff in the description. You can follow them. Go to Twitter. I, I thought you were waving at me. Uh, go to Twitter because they both tweet. Uh, and fucking Matt, you won awards because of your goddamn uh, stock portfolio last year. So, no, check them out for real because uh, I check out the stuff that you, I see what goes up, what goes down, and then I go look. Mm. I fucking uh, go mm. on my app and see if I should buy something or sell something or whatever the fuck. So it's very important to follow people that know what they're doing. I would have never made any money in stocks if I didn't f ask you guys. Quite, uh, there's no, I would have lost everything because if you look at the shit that I wanted to buy before talking <laughs> to you guys, it's true. It would, didn't make any sense. So follow the professionals. Um, Harry and Matt, thank you guys so much for fucking being here. And hopefully I'll see you guys uh, again in shorter time span than what we waited for this time. Thank you. Thanks so much, Matt. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free warbyparker.com slash covered.